experience you guys wanted it we were gonna hold it but that screw that nfl schedule recap show maybe we'll get into some other stuff later on always hit the time codes to figure out when the things are happening if you out there want to get into a draw for 20 dk bucks smash the like button for the episode leave your DraftKings handle in the comment section tell me who you think got the best breaks of the nfl schedule also if you want to get into a draw for 100 DraftKings bucks subscribe to the pat mayo audio podcast pat mayo experience audio podcast leave a five-star review DraftKings handle something you enjoy about the pat mayo experience and you will be in that draw don't be afraid to share the show around too give it a retweet give it a share tell some friends if you have friends which i hope you do tell one of them about the pat mayo experience anyway enough of this jeff feinberg is on the line and also on the line right now is a real fired up tim undercust tim undercust That is not my name. You sound fired up already. I'm I'm ready to go. I love this show, and I I have thoughts, and I've been ruminating on it, and I'm ready to ready to roll. Jeff, he, um, oh, go ahead. I was gonna say I feel like a night of sleep has done me good, and I'm like very calm, and I don't think historically I get too worked up for the scheduling show, but it seems like Tim is like angrier, as he said, his pot has been boiling overnight well are you more were you more upset about the chargers schedule or are you more upset that people weren't giving you the necessary credit on twitter for breaking games listen <laughs> i think i broke a few games yesterday uh i'm not like my my credit glad handing uh barry horowitzing i would say it was more a um in in humor but but I think officially, I, I I think it's safe to say I broke a couple big games that I obviously won't get any real credit for. But uh, timestamp show, and I can only say that I actually broke these games because as me and pa- uh, Tim were annoying you a lot of the day, yeah, we were really just hyper interested in the week one primetime games. And our hyper interest was simply because, Pat, to us schedule nerds, we normally have those games, like before scheduling day, like from the league officially. They like, you know, they, they give you a, it's like your Caesar salad or your, I don't know, your, your like hard, hard cocktail weenie bun that they give you uh, before it all gets going. We get week one primetime and Thanksgiving games, essentially always. So that's sort of where me and Tim were sort of just trying to play detective. And there was a CBS Sports, like not an underground website. CBS Sports was like live tracking the leaks. And based on their guy, who was literally sleuthing all of the main NFL sourcing people, uh, you know, whether it be from mainstream media outlets or highly, highly trusted guys on, on local beats, None of them had the games I reported. None of them. They weren't showing up in that blog. Um, so they weren't being reported by the people that were doing the other reporting. So unequivocally, I reported the Titans to get the second leg of the Monday night double header. I reported 
uh, SoFi Stadium opening with the Cowboys at the Rams. And I reported the Giants hosting the Steelers in the first leg of the doubleheader. Mm-hmm. I, I'm here to claim that. I don't think that's really in dispute. Now, maybe there's some other, like, loser nerd like me who had an inside track to a couple things that reported it. But I'll give him some credit, too, if that person exists. But none of the official sourcing people had what I had. That, that's just a fact of the matter. And then, then, that's, then, that's you, all. then you were out there sounding like Tim. Where's, where's my credit? Give it to where's me. Where's my blue check mark? Tim reminded me. Oh, if you, I mean, I, I think you deserve it at this point. <laughs> if you got a blue, if you got a, if you got a blue check mark before Tim did, he would be so triggered. You can have it before me. That's not me. true. That's, I, that's, I, that's, I, not, that's I, not true. I don't really care if I really want a blue check mark. I would have one by now, but uh, it's not really that big of a deal. But if you, I don't wish, I don't wish bad things on my friends. I'd be delighted if Jeff had a blue check mark. Tim, you are the yeah, third. Be... T- no, hold on. Tim is the thirstiest person on earth for that blue check mark. I would love to have one, and I think I meet all the criteria to have one and should have one. <laughs> but that doesn't mean that if someone else gets one before me, I won't be like excited and happy for them. Oh, oh really? Criteria. It's not a zero sum game here. There's oh, not yeah. like there's only oh. so many check marks to go around here. Hold on. Remember when NFL starting quarterback Nick Mullins yeah, got but a blue he didn't check mark? Deserve it. I deserved it. <laughs> He's an undeserving person. Jeff would be very deserving. In fact, I think Jeff should get one right after me. But if he got it first, I'd be fine with it. I don't again because there, there's there's not a zero sum game. There aren't you know only two thousand of these to give out. They can give out as many as they want. I deserve it because of all the people pretending and trying to be me. Those are all and, you. Uh, you, you can't you can't create your own burner accounts faking to be you and then claim that other people are trying to be you. Twitter knows who's signing up for these accounts, and they're all you. No, I I, I haven't signed up for any accounts but my own. I do, sure. do deserve a, a check mark, but I'm not breaking live time news like Jeff is. So I, I have to doff my cap to him in all sincerity. He's breaking games that no one else was breaking. And I was, I am just as thirsty as he is for primetime games, Thanksgiving games, all that stuff. And we couldn't find it. And so the fact that he was giving me info, I couldn't find elsewhere. I mean, I think that's, that's newsworthy. And I doff my cap to him. Well, the big thing is Jeff kind of hit on it. He said for the schedule nerds out there, there's a connotation with nerd that there's something like, I don't know, academic that goes into this. You guys can just call yourself schedule losers, by the way. Whatever. That's a, hate, that's a hateful thing to say. It should be. No, you, 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 got, you guys blew up my fucking phone all day long for something that was going to be released at like seven. You could have just waited. I wanted what I wanted. <sighs> no, I think we had it early. I mean, it was. I don't want to say all day long, but we were just curious to see who that banner raising game would be. And who's going to get those primetime week one games? And that's the NFL's fault for not sort of uh, wedding the beast. I've been to this party my entire life. Normally, when I walk in the door, I'm given a uh, piggy in a blanket. This year, I walk in, there are no piggies in the blanket. So I'm walking around the house looking for them. I couldn't agree more. Jeff's 100% (laughs) right. If you're a real NFL football fan, you care a great deal about these things. I can care about it once it actually comes out and I get a grid of the games that I can go look at. I don't need to ruin my day in anticipation because I have nothing else to do. It didn't ruin my day. What a fun day that was looking for this information. Oh, yeah. It it sounded real fun. You were triggered the entire day. 
And then you said, was, and then you said you weren't going to talk about it anymore. And then three thousand messages later, complaining about fake leaks that were coming out, fake schedules. You're just not to be trusted on this. <laughs> I, I don't think that's quite an accurate portrayal of what went down. I mean, I, I thought for a day being able to like sleuth through all the information and like have that anxiety and, and suspense uh, was a lot of fun. It felt normal for a day. And uh, I don't regret it. I know Jeff doesn't regret it. And uh, it, it was great. I wish There's there were more. A, I don't uh, listen. I acknowledge being a flawed individual, but I'll acknowledge like people striving to be normal are the weirdest. Exactly. That being said, there's a great divide in so many of these conversations. And I'm not saying Pat's wrong. Pat is probably the on the more side of right than wrong. But a lot of the divide in how we see this like universe of minutia, I believe is because we um, you're not like attached to a team. And that's probably a healthier. Yeah, I, I'm not attached to a team, but I'm the only one whose livelihood like is directly impacted by like a schedule of the NFL coming out. Yes, Which is I agree. All and those games happening and hopefully happening um, on on time and the craziness of us. Or, or, I mean, I get, you know, get to play a fun small role, but the craziness of doing like football and golf simultaneously, something you never really had to do outside of September for a couple of weeks. And there's like 30 golfers. So it's like, you know, just a muck muck. Uh, yeah. I don't know. That's going to be crazy. That's going to be uh, wild. And I love that the NFL, it seems like, okay, you're right. Me and uh, we got no, I mean, carried listen, away. We don't, in live being, in a, we don't live in a subsistence society. No, but, 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 but okay. The most embarrassing moment of the day yesterday, and maybe it's because we were like wrong in it. And, you know, Tim sort of brought it to my attention, but I'm not blaming him because it came from reputable people. But this whole thing that the first month was going to be all at a conference play just sort of threw like this whole, like making it, Oh, now we can guess it so much easier. And added this whole aspect to it that yes, to Pat's overall point is you're just a freaking moron. Wait till seven o'clock. You clown. Sure. Let's just zap the fun out of everything. Right. You know, none of this was fun for you. You were mad (laughs) the entire day. If I could go back and wind the clock and do it all over again, exactly the same way I would, that was fun. I enjoyed like that. I'm not one of those people who were like, when they go up against some suspense or anxiety or like terrified, like that kind of sometimes is fun. I, I like a sweat. So what, sometimes, so, so, right? what, so what you're saying is that you live the trig life. You just want to be triggered all day. No, all I just, day, every I day. That's your lifestyle. We live, we're living in a moment where there are too few opportunities to think about things other than subsistence. And so we are not consigned to a dour life of not thinking about anything but that. So when this day I allowed myself to sort of like go back to a normal life where I was worried about the things that I enjoy. Hold on. Hold Uh, on a second. 
you going back to the things you enjoy. So you spent all day being triggered about this. The day before, yeah, you were, you were thinking about, you know, just remaining alive and thinking about the how awful the world is, releasing fucking hot dog topping rankings list, which I'm sure you spent half the day thinking about. The day before that, you were triggered about a deadlift. Like, oh, let's not pretend to your team. Don't forget You're finding being... plenty of stuff to be outraged about every single day, regardless of what's happening outside your doors. Don't be, don't be, uh, don't forget about being overly excited about Frank Gore. That's true. That was also part of his recent. I stand by all those things. I mean, I don't. I, I, my point is that we need that outlet. We we are not supposed to just have to grim and bear it all the time. And so these kind of but things are fun. But, but, so, but you're not grim and bearing it at any time. You're just. This oh is yes, a, we all are. Nothing. Nothing has changed for you on day to day. Oh yes, it, not, it just has that's not. not. The thing that's, not, that's, the, that's the, not true. The pedantic things you choose to get really upset about, you still do. I make sure that I don't allow myself to forget Actually, things that make the world feel normal. I would say you've gotten worse because <laughs> last time we spoke, it, he was angry, as you said, about the deadlift and um, how people are wearing yeah. headphones to do at-home <laughs> TV or interview things. Yeah, you're right. I'm upset that somebody lifted something all the way to their waist and that people look bad on TV when they have headphones in. I, okay. You're right. I'm not allowed to think those things anymore. I just have to just smile and, and pretend that those things are cool. Well, can I, I before we get it in, into the schedule, because I think that there's one big win for Jeff in all of this. But I want to I want to tease that for a second, because I did get a note from a friend of mine. You can go follow him on Twitter. He has a blue check mark next to his name at Jeremy underscore Keith. And I want to read this to you, Jeff, because Tim has seen it. Uh, it was a message about Tim's deadlift take. Here we go. Cuss deadlift take is one of his worst of all time. First of all, perhaps only little kids think lifting something means it has to go over your head. Most lifts, hell, exercises in general, for that matter, don't include over-the-head movement. Secondly, the deadlift is widely considered to be the best gauge of pure, raw strength due to the dead-stop nature of the initial portion of the lift. The other two powerlifting events, bench press and squat, begin with a descending portion before reversing the movement. That can help build momentum, prepare the muscles, etc. Not an option in the deadlift. Also, thirdly, and probably the best of all, the deadlift has never been in an Olympic event ever. As for Gus himself deadlifting, a trained athlete should be able to deadlift about 1.5 times their body weight. If he has never performed this move before, he will be miles away from that in a safe weight to use. I would bet he could handle 200 pounds, but his form would be so shit that he might slip a disc or something like that. That being said, if you need someone to film it, please let me know. <laughs> there it is. Um, I, yeah. Those are all things that, you know, I don't really do much lifting at all. It makes total sense. The fact that it's the still motion uh, lift. Tim took a big L last week in a lot of ways, mainly uh, someone that has known Tim well over the year. He, he takes Pat, like, has this guy not reveled in, like we're not sophisticated enough to enjoy the summer Olympics. And he's like the summer Olympics savant. And you just sort of shut up because you don't pretend to even for a moment, like know the 800 events that they have and all this crap. And it's just so many things that us as I'll be honest, as like a North American team sport guy uh, and golf, obviously, I don't really like care. So someone like says, yeah, I'm an Olympic summer Olympic aficionado with a doctorate in front of his name. I'm just going to take his word for it. Guys took a big L. 
And as someone else pointed out that we know, that it seems like Tim's idea of how to lift things just comes from cartoons. <laughs> well, I, I dismissed that second part altogether. Oh, of course, I took an L. Uh, what can I say? I, the, the constituent parts of a deadlift are in Olympic lifts, but not the deadlift. So I was unequivocally wrong. And uh, that's what I will definitely concede. I have nothing else to say. I would never say I'm an aficionado. I just really like them. I mean, I don't watch the sports other than every four years because I'm only interested in them every four years. But nope, no, not trying to wriggle off the hook here. I, I took an L on that one. Uh, the other one is conjectural. Um, I, I, I see absolutely no reason to just assert, oh, it's just as impressive not to think about lifting over your head as lifting over your head. I, that's only true. People walk around saying that that's true. I, I, I don't buy that. And uh, no, I, I'm sorry. I'm not going to stand here and pretend like lifting something over your head is, is somehow less impressive than not because that, that simply isn't the case. But I'll concede that uh, a lot of people have great admiration for that and that I couldn't come close and my form would be terrible. So I, I concede most of that, but I, I think, think it's a bit, uh, it's a bit harsh. So I want to talk but about Jeremy this. means well. I like Jeremy. Jeremy means well. He's, everyone he's like, trying to be instructive. Everyone likes Jeremy. He's going to film you do deadlift. So it's going to be fun. And he like works out a ton. So he can actually train you how to. He does. Uh, he's, he's, he, he's in as good a shape as I'm in bad a shape. Yeah. And I even saw that you retweeted uh, how impressive Lonzo lifting things up over his head was, despite the fact that you want to talk about the worst form anyone like him, not lifting weights that look like they were like 30 years old for one thing not doing a full rep on any of them like that's not impressive yet you thought it was i kind of just wanted to take a shot you wanted to, you want to continue digging digging up on your bad take <laughs> that's essentially what i was doing i was having a bit of fun on the twitters uh i don't know what good form is i i you know people have said in the last couple of days there's some of the worst twitter on earth is the people who complain about pro athlete form on twitter so I have no opinion on that, but uh, no, I was just having a bit of fun. I mean, that's not, that's not pro athlete form in the sport that they're playing. That's pro athlete form in lifting a weight like this, but like cocking one of your wrists and being like, that's how you hurt yourself. Basically. I, I don't see. I don't really care. Cause I couldn't do it anyway. I mean, the guy was lifting like 50 pounds. <laughs> I think it was a lot more than that. But again, this is not why people are, people did not here to come here to watch you to beat me about the head over the stuff. It's really beat you over the head about anything Whatever. is why people. Tune I mean, in. I took the, I, I took the L I took Jeff's points and I accepted them. And I take most of what Jeremy said is the truth, except I dispute the lift over the head part. I think that's still the most impressive type of lifting. And I think it is the type of lifting that most people it, think about. It's no, 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 you, you, no, no, hold on. You have now shifted where the goalposts are. No one said that it was unimpressive or not as impressive to lift something up over your head. It was your contention that when people think about lifting something, it's about lifting things over their head, which is just not true. I think that's true. It's I not, it's not true. true. Based on just an assertion you're making. No, based, based on cartoons you watch is why you think that. No, I'm not just thinking about Mighty Mouse picking up a car or something. Or any time that Wiley Coyote tries to lift something up or stop something above his head. That could be too. And that's Sometimes even... that little umbrella works. Nah, not really. He usually just goes straight down. Anyway, Jeff, biggest win of the schedule, the Chargers' bye week is Masters week. Fantastic. Uh, <laughs> big win for the Chiefs, the Chargers, the Cowboys, and the Falcons, and anyone who's playing on prime time. Uh, Monday nighters in the Midwest. Uh, it's a Bears-Vikings matchup. I guess the Thursday nighters got to consider themselves a win. And I don't know who's playing Sunday night, but good for you too. Uh, Sunday night I, I is su- something- Sunday night that week and week 10 is Baltimore, New England. 
Okay, yeah. So those are the big win. I don't know. I was, again, I'm, uh, I, I don't know. I have my problems, but there are two things that I care. They're, they're, I don't even know that there's like three things on the in the world I care more about than the Chargers in-game and the Masters. We get, and for those to well, happen in simultaneously. Fair, in fairness, you have two kids. Yeah, so that's why I kind of said three things. <laughs> I like left that out so people couldn't like really call me. Um, yeah, but I mean, I'm not too. It. I'm not too concerned about like the NFL. If anything, the Masters is going to do shitty ratings because the NFL is going to be on against it on Sunday. But this is just great for you that you don't have to pay attention to the Chargers while the Masters is going on. Yeah, absolutely, one hundred percent. I wouldn't like. Oh my god, to think someone's got this big par pot while the Chargers got this third down and. You're like, who, what do you care? Chargers going to be like four and, and seven or, or, you know, three and six. Like, it doesn't matter. I don't know. It matters to me. So what about uh, Wingfoot? It's a big they're win. Gonna be, they're going to be playing during the final round at Wingfoot. Does that bother you? I didn't really think about that. It's not the Masters. Um, no, it's more important. It's the U.S. Open. It's the National Championship. It's not <laughs> something that's been, that's been around for 80 years. It's been around when it, What's much the longer. date on that one? September, 7, September 20, so week two. Oh yeah, that's early. That's that. That's my home opener. No, you're at Philadelphia. I think you're. Yeah. No, no, no. They're home to the Chiefs. Home to the Chiefs. Home to the Chiefs. That that game will be over in ten seconds anyway, so you don't have to pay attention. There it is. Although, listen, I whatever. I I don't want to do this, but we've had good success there despite their dominance. So we'll see. We play games. A Chief fan, a realistic Chief fan, will tell you the Chargers play them. Uh, tough. That's all. Yeah, Philip hadn't, thrown, if Philip hadn't thrown seven interceptions in Mexico City. They might have lost that. Oh game. my God! Like that game, the Chiefs like gave the Chargers, and and they gave away. Uh, I don't. I have a overriding beef, but Tim is boiling. I'll get to my thing. I'm not here. I don't really have a hate. A hate on um, the actual concept of the the lineup and the opponents. And I'll be honest with you, friends. It took me like many, many minutes till I calmed down from seeing my week one draw, like foaming. I, I'm the mouth. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm looking at this Chargers schedule going into their bye. They could be eight and one going into their bye. Wow. I don't know if you're just like I, I, me I, off I, here I'm not like I mean they're, they're I mean they could they could be three and six like Casey. Let, let's go through your schedule. Now, hold on, hold on, hold on. They play the Chiefs. The Bucks. I sorry. I who's I, I, who I, I, are I winning the Super Bowl? Well, I didn't see New Orleans there. New Orleans was a uh, so let's say let's give those two automatic losses. Let's say they lose to Kansas City, they lose to New Orleans. Probably two games. They could win both. We don't know, but just right now, those are probably losses. I'm starting to come around, Jeff, to the thought of that the Bucks are just going to be bad. Everyone, they're just, so good. Everyone just thinks they're way too good. It's just going to turn out that they're not good. right. Listen, I, I hate that I got to do this. I don't want to have to do it. But in this world we're living in where, I don't know, off, off seasons are going to be shorter. Um, I don't know. I don't love it. This, like, they're a super team because they got Gronk and, and Brady. They're a good team. They were a good team last year. They, they were, they, you know, if seven teams make the playoffs last year, the Bucks are in wild card conversations for pretty much the whole year. So I'm not disputing any of it, but I'm not here. I don't know. If you tell me you have a bucks to win the Super Bowl ticket at like 12 to one, like you're just an, 
I don't know. I don't think highly of you. Well, put, I'll leave it at that. Put it this way. Here, uh, the only thing that we can really do instead of, I mean, I'm not one to predict wins and losses. We'll let you guys do that here in a little bit. I don't do that. You can do it for me. I, I can. But if we just talk about games in which the team will be favored or an underdog in. Maybe that's a good way to put it. And maybe it's a two and a half point, like whatever. They're at Cincinnati week one. They're probably favored in that game by two and a half points. That'd be by, I, mean, I think it's five right now. It's five right now. It's three and a half. Okay. Anyway, they're favored in that game on the road week one. You look at week two at home against Kansas City. They're going to be underdogs at home against Carolina. They're going to be favorites at Tampa Bay. They're going to be underdogs at New Orleans. They're going to be underdogs. Jets, Miami, Jacksonville, Vegas, the next four weeks. They're probably favored in all four of those games unless something goes disastrously the first four weeks. Or one of those four teams happens to be quite good. Sure, maybe, probably Miami. If I had but even those are all home games. Like they're not. They're probably like. But the at Jet- Miami, you could imagine a world in which Miami is a one point favorite at home. That's no, we we see Miami really differently. Trip. We've been through this. I think Miami's five wins last year were a total overachieve. I think Miami this year is a five six win team going in the absolute right direction, getting to use two more first rounders next year. Uh, they didn't trade any of their picks. They got the quarterback they wanted. Um, they're culture building and they're on the right path. Right, so they could, la- they could be favored in that game against the chargers. In other words. I pick them. Sure. Whatever. I'm not, I like where Pat's going, but okay. Sure. Butter me up. It's not even that just realistically looking at the schedule. That's what I see. Like they have a pretty favorable schedule. They have some tough, they have three, <laughs> two really tough matchups. One that could be a really tough matchup. Maybe one that we're not seeing in there, but overall, like some other teams have a hell first eight weeks. Yeah. Well, I, I to be honest, Patrick, you're sort of, I mean, to me, I, I am looking at in blocks and I look at that fifth. How do I put this? To me, I see it differently. I'm a paranoid guy. The, the, the Bengal and Carolina games are mandatory W's because in the first five weeks of the season, I play Mahomes, Brady, and Breeze. That's hard. AF. Yeah, I so Burroughs. But- Really good too. I mean, I, I know you like to w- overlook. Listen, him, you want to go? Be- oh the the Bengals will go into the game with the best quarterback. You telling me they have no chance to win when they? Go I didn't say no chance, but you, you basically called a it a bye. Little... You basically called it a bye week. I didn't. He, call he, it he a did not bye say week, that. That sounds like all intense. In no. all but words, he did though, right? In no, all I'm ready to word by you. <laughs> you lost to these guys they didn't have a win last year yeah well we did they didn't have the the best rookie qb of the last seven or eight years hey, on the team. he led the league in interceptions his first year it's probably a record that still stands me thinking joe burrow's in for a tough spot in his first game where there might not be a preseason and you're like no man this guy's like god shut up shut up shut say up it then. Say, they're on by. say it say they're on by then that's what you think I don't use your stupid words. That yes, game's at one o'clock Eastern, pal. As all us scheduled nerds know, that NFL fans, fantasy guy, gets mad at come Sunday at, at when he looks at the betting board. Is that we're that like game that gets hidden behind the big powerhouse four o'clock schedule? There might only be two games at four o'clock week one, because I know Brady's playing Breeze, and we're that other little game but we'll have our own little fun because it's Joe Burrow's first game and we'll see if he makes it to his second. See, I mean, I, people could judge that for what it's worth, but saying he'll be lucky to have a second I mean, tells me what I think. I think it's not a great draw for the kid. I don't think it's a great draw. We're hard to scheme. Um, 
to me, the hardest game, like playing the Bengals week one is not what worries me. If I was playing Carolina week one, that would be concerning. Why? What am I looking at? Tape of Baylor? Like just the coaching in general. Joe Burrow's going to do what Joe Burrow's going to do. They can't overcomplicate things his first game without a mini camp, a full, a proper training camp, and who knows how many preseason reps. And you're here to like, I'm not the problem. I'm not the problem. I'm excited about, I'm, hold on. I'm excited about the game, but you, your first instinct about the game is to come out and tell me that I'm like screwed. You're insane. That's, also, that, that's that, where that, all I That game's been moved to five o'clock, by the way. It's not at one o'clock or four o'clock on week one. Just that's what that I out. told you. Yeah. I thought it was a one o'clock game, or I thought we had said it was a one o'clock game. Yeah, I'm sorry. Just, also, that spread has been adjusted on DraftKings Sportsbook right now. I'm looking at it. The Chargers are favored by three and a half points against the Bengals. Hold on. But though. yeah, what like Jeff said, it'll be the buried. It'll be at, buried. The game is in the afternoon. It's not an early game. No, I thought it was an early game. Sorry. And not, so I concede I thought it was, or at least I thought it initially had been reported that yeah, way. Yeah, and I'll the say Bengals, this, Pat. I think the schedule – I feel like the schedule has done um, the Chargers a couple favors in that they do make a couple East Coast trips that don't involve one uh, 10 a.m. starts local, or you know what I'm saying. So, so what were you so – what was the nuclear bomb you were going to drop on us then? Oh, we got this, we got it. This involves more. Okay. So you but... say, you save that. We've now been half an hour. We made Tim wait because that's funny. Tim, what are you so upset about? It's the little things that just drive me nuts. Like, is this the world's worst schedule? No, it is not. But there are little things in there when you see them just drive me up the wall. The first time in 30 years, two teams are playing each other back-to-back, and we're, we're it. it. We have to play the Dolphins back-to-back. We play them, there's a bye, we play them again. Dolphins are the worst team. The advantage goes to that worst team to have extra time and extra Why? Uh, why uh, would that energy. go? Why, okay, why would that go? Because the Jets to... don't need that as much. The Jets have other opponents to look forward to. The Dolphins don't have anything to look forward to. The Jets do. The idea that the Dolphins will have all this extra time to focus on us, it's just an unfair advantage. Why don't they I have see. anything to look forward to when the, you just told me they could be favored in the game I'm playing against them? Well, they could be because oftentimes just home teams get that that little bit of respect of minus okay, one. So when, but when we're talking, the Dolphins are going to be good. But when you're talking, I don't think the they're going to be good, but I, don't think the are, but I don't think the Chargers are going to be very good either. Like, I'm not going to – then that's been my view for a while. I would say that this actually turns out better for the Jets because they go to Miami, not, then they get a bye week, then they get to be at home. That's no – it's not an advantage. Again – Another year where we're playing a team off by that the same team is coming off by. That's not true for every team. The Patriots, for example, they don't have to play a team coming off by when they come off by. I play time. you off your by. You, I'm not you, saying you it's the shut world's worst. Shut up, man. I'm it all goes each way. I'm not saying it's the world's worst schedule, but I'm saying there are things in it that really, really irk me. And I'm not going to pretend as if they don't. The back-to-back Dolphins. I play you. I play you off Monday Night Football. I know you're off a bye. Did I? Did no, I the, say the, a the, word? No, no. The Jets aren't off a bye. The Jets come off by and play Miami. Yeah, it's just a one-day difference. But nevertheless, that that is a point in our favor. Sure, I didn't say it was a complete and utter uh, mess up, but I mean the amount of times they're making us go out west and in 
you know, the, I, they're perfectly fine with letting the Patriots play the Chargers and the Rams back-to-back weeks, uh, but not us. No, no, we've got to go on separate occasions out there, and we got to go to Kansas City. Wait, uh, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. The Jets play the Chargers in week six on the West Coast. Then the next time that they actually go back out West, they play Seattle and the Rams in consecutive Two weeks, weeks later when they go to Kansas City. That's West. That's not sorry, West. That's, that is not West. Too- what are you talking about? Kansas City is... The Midwest to West. Yes, it is. They're in the AFC West for heaven's sake. Oh, my God. That is a Western. You 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 actually want to have real problems? Like, have some real problems. Then we go, again, then to the Seahawks and the Rams. But those two cities aren't near each other. So we're going across the country back-to-back times when the season is coming to its conclusion and we're fighting for a playoff spot. They're sending us out West two weeks in a row with that kind of travel in December. That's such nonsense. Uh, so like that stuff is not fair. I don't like the way the, the West coast games are scheduled at all. There were some breaks in our favor. I am happy to start, uh, with the Niners and the bills and the Colts. I think that's exactly the types of games you want to, you want early in the schedule to, you know, to prove yourself as a testing ground. I'm not upset by that. I mean, the bills are sort of a tomato can anyway. We should have beat them last year if they hadn't gotten sick. Let's stop. It, you would have beat them anyway if Darnold hadn't got sick. They were winning that game. So what, he went into the stands and contracted mono at halftime? The longer the game went, the sicker he oh, felt. Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, I, I'm glad to have – we were almost always going to lose the Niners game anyway, so getting it out of the way early is is fine. That's not like false hope. I have to think or worry about that game all year. Uh, it'll be gone. I don't mind that. Getting the extra day of rest up on the charges is nice, even though we're minus two in the rest category. Which, you know, heaven forfend we ever get on the plus side of that, but God forbid we allow that. And uh, finishing the year with the Patriots drives me up the absolute wall. For years and years and years, when we had to finish with the Patriots, people always said, oh, well, what an advantage, because they're so good. They'll be resting all their players, and you can get a free win, and it could help you advance. Well, in almost no circumstances that happened, they played all their guys, and we didn't get to take advantage of it. So now the first year they're not great, they throw us the Patriots in the last week. Like That's so manifestly unfair. Uh, and that really bothers me. Uh, I like the fact that they didn't give us hard and fast times for the 15 or 16 games. The fact that we are one of the very few teams that has TBD for both of those games tells you all you need to know that Park Avenue thinks the Jets are probably going to be pretty decent this season. I would, act, I would, I would actually say that it's probably the league no. wanting to highlight the Patriots or Baker Mayfield. Uh, it's not the Patriots. It's the Rams and the Browns are those two uh, question games. Week, th- uh, week 17, we have a time. 15 and 16, we don't. It's because they kind of know the Jets are probably going to be pretty good. And, of course, we bring a big audience no matter when we play. We're like one of the very few teams where you put them in primetime. People watch because it's New York. Untrue. But okay. uh, I don't think we got enough primetime games. Uh, that annoys me. that We should have got one more. We should have got a Sunday night game. If the Broncos can get a Sunday night game, we should have got a Sunday night game. But it's not the world's worst. Uh, you know, like I said, we're not – we don't play a team more than once coming off a bye, which is the Dolphins. So that's that's an advantage. But just people are glossing over and saying, oh, well, the Jets just have a tough schedule. But like they're not understanding that it's a lot more unfair than they're giving you credit for. Like I feel like we're not being given our due here. Oh, my God. Uh, and then the word and then all around Twitter yesterday, all I saw were people, you know, uh, you know, rubbing their beards and saying, oh, well, I guess the Jets are done for the year. Like, it is May and the games haven't kicked off. How dare you just discount our team? 
and discount our quarterback in the game because you know best. Okay, well, go to Vegas and be a multimillionaire and bet all your money on these games because well, you know it's, best. It's, it's funny that you brought this up because the win total opened at 7.5 for the Jets, uh, and it was bet so hard to the under, it's actually dropped a full game to 6.5. Of course. I love it. The public doesn't know I what don't they're wanna, doing. I hate that I got to suck up to Tim, and I probably will a lot of the offseason, and I'll get the wrath of... Did Jeff fell out of his chair? <laughs> this is what I'm happened. So Jeff said he's going to say nice it's, things about yes. me. <laughs> Jeff was Jeff immediately was, cursed the moment you want to be on Tim's side about the Jets. Instantly Just think cursed. about that. So the Jets per, I mean, the, the biggest thing that you can do and the biggest mistake people made, I've already talked to people about this. They're like, oh, look how hard our schedule is. Look at our opponents from last year. Opponents from last year mean fuck all their records of what they did because all of a sudden that only matters when it supports you having a tough schedule or an easy schedule but when you talk about who's going to be good this year you don't name any of those teams that doesn't make any fucking sense sharp football i, sort of, I, I agree i agree it's it's not predictive it's proven to be non-predictive yeah, there, no i agree there's nothing that you can really do to outright predict who's going to be good this year if that was the case tim would be right everyone would be millionaires by just betting on this right now and not having to think about it sharp football analysis shout out to my guy warren sharp uh we all love his work here everyone should go check him out but he has actually put the data and the science into it that the most predictive thing you can really look at is the win totals for the season and actually project it out that way that will at least give you a closer example to what a true strength of schedule is versus looking at win loss records from last year so the jets actually have the third most difficult schedule in the league jeff yeah i'm not um totally surprised i also as you said there's no perfect way to do it because as we know, win totals, you know, look at like the Bears and the Browns win totals in height from last year. Sure. Vegas is setting win totals based on what they think the public will bear more so than what they think um, could actually happen. So you're right. There's no predictive, um, perfectly predictive model in that regard. And the Jets have it hard. They, they have it hard. The entire AFC East has it hard. They play the NFC West. That probably adds into where it gets difficult. And they play the, guess what? They play the AFC West. So here's Tim, which is also a, the Chiefs are the kings of it and the biggest favorites to win every division in the league. But dare I say, every team in that division um, is all right. They're all right. And they'll battle very tough for who might come in second place. You can have your own opinions, but they all did a lot of things to like get better. We, we could all agree, like even as a Charger fan, loving the, Ra uh, the Raiders getting Littleton, they were getting picked apart up the middle. What a tremendous addition, uh, in my opinion. And the Broncos, uh, you know, I don't really care much for Melvin Gordon, but I love their A.J. Boye addition. I love their Jarrell Casey edition. Jerry, Judy. They, they get Judy, they upgrade the yeah, offensive a great line. Draft like class. They, they, they've put themselves into a good position to improved this year and they lost a lot yeah, of close so games last year so they probably the chiefs, should be better yeah and the, the chiefs you know they're the class of the division they have the best player in football but they're gonna the division is showing they're gonna fight for every um inch you know inch there so that's part of you know tim's got these travel gripes they go to the west coast both of their out of divisions are west coast divisions i can't stand pat when east coast fans complain about travel you know west Co look at seattle san diego or you know the chargers the 49ers 
every year. They're going to have bad travel because look at the NFL helmets on a map. I mean, there's what, five helmets west of, you know, Vegas now, or I guess west of like Kansas City. The entire league is stacked in like the Northeast and the Mid and the Midwest. So there's going to be. Okay, but like, look, the, the Patriots, for example, have the same amount of road games at the West. Why are you so concerned about the Patriots? But the league has decided to give them the gift of all gifts by giving them the Chargers on December 6th at, in the L.A. and then the Thursday nighter against the Rams. So their Thursday night road game isn't a game they have to travel for. It's in the same stadium. It's in the same city. Uh, the short break doesn't disadvantage them the way it should disadvantage a team. Like Denver, Tim, I mean, that a much Tim. bigger disadvantage. Denver has to you know, travel to New York. But, but you act home. like the Jets. That's not fair. That's the, the Patriots have the hardest schedule and the, which, you know, the league can't control, but they did what they could to lessen the burden in a way that they might not have done for a lot of teams. And that Tim. really and drives me up the wall. Just, not, just, right? Hold on, hold on, hold, hold, hold on. Despite that fact that they have that game there, uh, both in LA in consecutive weeks, the Patriots still travel more miles than the Jets do this year. These games are late and down the stretch. Oh, yeah. Just you're you're trying to build an excuse because the Jets are going to go 2 and 14. No, it's just it's not fair. And I'm just highlighting it's not fair. You like put your hat on and be a fan of any team. Like the Chargers, they're going to Tampa in week four. Then they're going to New Orleans in week five. They play the Jets at home in week six. And then they go back to Miami in week seven. I mean, they're like they're they're literally bouncing from coast to coast for a month. That is that is unquestionably true, but that has been the yeah. Lot but that's not the Jets, season. though, Jeff. It's I'm not fair the, for the Jets. I agree. So that's why yeah, I have no I'm sympathy. A team in my division to a team in my Go, division. You know, that's a little different, right? There are teams. It's, it's not. So no, hold, hold on. Hold hold on. Here are the most travel miles by teams in 2020 based off the schedule. Seahawks first by a bit. Rams, 49ers, Chargers, Patriots, Dolphins, Raiders, Cardinals, Jets, Bills. But it's how those miles so it's, oh, it's, I'm sorry no. about that. So, yes, as Pat's pointed out, every year those Western-based teams will travel more, just like the Golden State Warriors travel the most, just like the L.A. Dodgers travel the most in their leagues. Or You know what I'm saying? That's just part of it. But we're used to that as fans of, of West Coast teams and thankfully planes are more comfortable and it's a movie and a half um and and that entire list shows the hardcore west coast franchises and tim's entire division that's who's in there your entire division is also doing this you you literally give yourself no leg to stand on when even you want to make legitimate gripes i I mean this is a legitimate gripe that december 6 december 10 period uh is and then they, they have one more road game but they get the extra time to make the travel like the patriots schedule was lessened at the end and that didn't happen to other teams i'm just saying if it's wrong for me to i, I guess i'm not allowed to realize this i'm, I, not allowed I, to I, say I, I'm just sorry you're I so understand. triggered about the patriots at all times i'm, I'm I, you're more you're more concerned about the patriots than you are about the jets it sounds like. i want them buried and gone then how about this tim fucking beat them twice we only play them twice. no we, you don't play the patriots twice that we only play them twice. Yeah, so beat so so beat them so beat twice. When was the last, when was the last time the Jets beat the Patriots twice in the season? A couple of, twice in the season? No, it's been quite a while. But yeah. like, so why don't you I'm try so what, for, for starters? Rematch. Why don't you try that? I can't wait for November 9th, the Monday night game, the 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 revenge game from the last year's disaster. 
a 33 to nothing game that went one way will probably go the other way. I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait. Already That's calling 33. So you're calling 33 no, no, nothing for the Jets win. over the Patriots that week. That's hyperbolic. I think we're going to win that gotta, game. You just got to hope after you get whipped by New England that 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 Monday night, Pat is so overwhelmed in Masters content that he can't even spare you the minute of insults. Maybe. I hope so. Because I don't think we're going to get whipped. I think we're going to win that and game. And also, I think it's a fantastic, this Miami by Miami little series. No, that's dumb. It's just dumb. No, I, as an outsider, I absolutely love it. As an insider to being in one of these teams, that's literally like... Like imagine playing a 10 game series versus like one team. You're literally like mentally on them for a month. Like your mind, I don't know. I, I, I'm not, yeah, I'm not strong enough. That would be such a mental warp. No, I I shouldn't have to go through it. Yeah. What do you mean? You've can, you've already come out and said that you think Miami is bad and the jets are good. Anytime that we see teams play each other multiple times, the advantage inherently goes to the better team because they're the better team. All this is telling me is that you think the Jets are terrible and the Dolphins are better than them. No, I think the extra practice and attention time will benefit the Dolphins. Well, how could it? Ha- ha- Why? Because Gase doesn't change a plan. What do you? What does that mean? What do you? What Just do you the Dolphins mean? are the bad team, so having immediate footage on you. But, but your that, that 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 doesn't translate to any other sport ever when we talk about playing well, the same team. Tra- the thing is, we actually have no idea how this will play out because we've never seen this. It's been, it's been since 1991 this circumstance has come up. So actually we have, we're all just blue sky here. We don't know how this will pan out. It will be an interesting experiment. It's not. The, uh, the, the, be- the better team with the better preparation and the better players should be able to, to stomp down on the team the second time around, especially because they get to play at home in that second game. There's nothing really new that's going to come up over that time. That's why people argue that they want to have those best of seven series in the first round of the NBA playoffs because best of five could be a bit chancy that the longer you go, the better team is going to win out. So the more exposure you have to a team across the board, almost any sport, is that the better team is going to prevail. But we don't know whether that's true in football because there's so many other moving pieces, and we just have no, 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 no. You, you just want you just want to bring it up because you're scared that this is now your excuse when the Jets lose to Miami back to back weeks. No, I just don't like having any opponent back to back. It's just not done in football. It's against convention, and so I don't think it needed to happen, and I'm not thrilled about it. And any fan of any team would feel the same way. So I'm holding the piece that broke earlier. Um, just so I don't get cussed again as I'm about to talk fondly of the Jets. I love the Jets over six and a half wins. It seems like free I money. think that might be one of the best bets on the board. I'm going to take it a step further. I said it a couple times already. I think the value again in the Jets to win the division at seven or eight to one that is worth a bet. That is worth a bet to me. The, um, the, without a doubt. The, the, odds, the odds now? Because it was Patriots, Bills at the top, Jets, and Dolphins at the bottom. The Dolphins have now leapfrogged the Jets in terms of odds to win Good. the division. I haven't bet Great. it yet. Awesome. I hate that I got to be on like Tim's window here, but... This is like a bizarro year. Last year I was on your team, and this year you're on my team. But last year I was—I'm a whisperer for your team. Remember the great That's success oh, no. I, I had prognosticating your team last year on a weekly basis. A hundred percent agree. I'm—I'm de- I'm genuinely delighted to hear this. This is—this is great. I mean, 
I'm glad that we've come to agree on this. I mean, and I think most, <laughs> most actual football people will realize and look at it that to put a team that won seven games last year when everything went wrong. It, with the, uh, with the league's easiest schedule. Don't forget that. I think that, that they're going to lose more games this year. Just doesn't stand muster. All right. Well, let's Sorry, let, then, then let's do it. This is what people tuned in for, Tim. You ready? <laughs> I am ready, and I don't even have a number in my mind. Did, 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 well, we're going. That, that's good. So you just take it objective it case just, by objective case, and we're gonna we're gonna know when you're lying because we always do. <laughs> Although last year you said I didn't believe we could lose to the to the the Raiders or the Bengals, and we we did lose to the Bengals. So anyway, but you didn't believe that. It doesn't matter what I believe. Anyway, I am I am prepared. This is one of my favorite games, and I'm prepared for this game. New York Jets at Buffalo, week one. Love it. This is a year of, and I will say this, so win. this is a year of, of vengeance, where things that went badly last year, the, 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 flip, the script sorry, gets flipped. And yeah, last year we're up 60-0. Mosley has a pick six. We are crushing. The Buffalo Bills, Sam starts to ail. The offense squeezes in the fourth quarter and does not look sharp. And we lose the game 17-16 and one of the most disappointing losses of the NFL season. Doesn't happen twice. Jets want to know. This is the first time you've recapped that game without blaming Sam being sick. He did mention that at the very beginning of that excuse. Paul, you remember that game? (laughs) I do. It was great. (laughs) So 1-0 for the Jets. At home... The next week, San Francisco. Early game, too, Tim. 1 p.m. Eastern. A game where we will cover the number, but we won't win the game. Okay, so a loss. Uh, next week, at Indianapolis, the team with the easiest strength of schedule in football because they presumably played the Jets. Yeah, that's that's an intriguing matchup for a lot of reasons. Uh, if for no other reason that Indianapolis's schedule starts uh, pretty pretty good for them, the Jags and Vikings, neither team I have very much respect for this season. So I think they'll probably be 2-0 going into this game. And I think in a very close fashion, the Colts win. Okay, so the Jets drop to 1-2. and two. Next week, Thursday night game against Denver. Uh, this is a win for us. The Denver caught a bad break here to have to travel to New York on a short week on the road to play. Uh, like that, This is a big break for the Jets and a very unfair break. Uh, for the Broncos. I, I really like that Broncos team. I think Locke is the answer there. I like what they did in the offseason. I think the Broncos were the second best team in division, but not here. That Too many things stacked against them. A revenge from that stupid Tebow game where we had the game wrapped up and then they destroyed us on Thursday night football and ruined my season. So Wait, another revenge game. That's the revenge you're that's going the, back. That's the revenge I as a fan remember uh, against the Broncos. That's what really just still stings me. It makes me what like about the bad. AFC championship game. Yeah, then? but that was 98 and I was just like 11 years old. So I don't bear the scars quite the same as I do. I just, I, I don't. Anyway, we're going to take the jets there next week at home in another early, you're playing a lot of one o'clock games against West coast. Teams, Damn, the schedule, eh? schedule, schedule really, really, really broke well for the jets. Really? Eh? not giving Arizona or, or San Francisco late starts. And Vegas when we get later on, too. That game is at the Jets, and it's a 1 o'clock game, too. So Arizona Week 5, Tim. That's W for the Jets. I think people are more excited. The degree to which people are downing the Jets and the degree to which people are uh, uh, you know, praising the Cardinals, I think, are mistaken on both tracks. Uh, we take the Jets there. Okay, so the next week we go into Week 6 at the Chargers. That's going to be a fun week for the show. Can I say yeah. something? Yeah, go ahead. Come off a short week, yeah. 
Uh, this is an interesting game for the Chargers. In my opinion, I, I can't even give an opinion on this game now. I think, you know, Pat can finish grading my schedule later. But um, this is off of back-to-back Tampa Brady Breeze games. So, like, I imagine we're going to be so hyper-focused, especially for a Monday yeah. night at the Oh, yeah but, hold, yeah, but hold on. That doesn't seem fair. You play Brady, then you play Breeze, then Joe Montana, apparently, according to <laughs> but No, but Jeff makes a fair point. And so, although, like, if, if in a God willing, in a world in which I know everyone's going to, like, laugh, but somehow, like, the Chargers won both of those games, this game, like, is an automatic loss. If they w- win that Saints game kind of in, like, a thrilling late fashion – this is like a horrible spot game for me. So sort of after that intense, uh, they're at a conference games. They don't mean anything, but in the public sphere, um, they'll be important games. So, so I don't know, engaging how this game will play to me is totally going to be dependent on the other ones. And if we go East Tim and we get whipped, like in both spots, you could be in big trouble. Another well, time where the Chargers get to go east and don't have to play at two o'clock. I uh, just wanted to highlight that. It's now the second time in like five weeks. Uh, yeah, we're going to take the Jets here. So Jets go to four and two, then at home against Buffalo. I think we'll win that game. All right. And I'm not worried about it. At Kansas City. That's an L. Okay. That's uh, an L. Monday. You just like okay, what, what, what's one, that? Like five or six we're, in a row here, pal? No, no, actually, no. Uh, so we, you've already said that the Jets beat New England in this Monday night game, so we know that. Oh, yeah. Again, revenge. Okay, so at Miami the next week. Uh, two wins in a row. Dolphins, Dolphins, win-win. All right. Dolphins are bad. At, Jets are, are pretty decent. Okay, then you get uh, the, let's see here. Oh, you get the second half of a, they go, the Vegas goes Sunday night game at Atlanta at the Jets for a 1 o'clock Eastern start, Tim. Yeah, I mean, we sort of catch a, a bit of a break here. Historically, the Raiders have not played well in New York, and New York has not played well in Oakland. That's just the way these teams, longtime AFL rivals, tend to struggle in each other's buildings. I see no reason to break tradition, so we'll give this game to the Jets. Weeks 14 so 15. I've, so the Jets have hold, hold on, hold, hold, Just hold on, Jeff. You just let me finish. Their markings. He's already passed the Vegas win total is my point. But he won't bet it because he's a pussy. 14 and 15 at Seattle at the Rams, Tim. So we're definitely not winning both. So one and one. And I think there's a I think there's a real chance we might lose both. Uh it's a it's the it's the part of the schedule I actually fear the most. Uh in part because I think you know, I picked the Buccaneers to win the Super Bowl. And I'm sticking with it, but I think that Rams team has got every opportunity. That team is loaded for bear. I, I definitely think we lose the Rams game, and we have bad history against the Seahawks. I'd love to call this as a, a big win too to make up for that the snowball game that basically ended Brett Favre's season and cost. You know what? I'm changing my mind. That game cost us a Super Bowl when Brett Favre got hurt in that game. Revenge. I said this is the year of revenge. I'm going with it. This is the comeback year. We get that win in Seattle to avenge the 2018 that would have won the Super Bowl had uh, Favre not got hurt in that game. Uh, we were on the front page. Anyway, whatever. We're going with a win at Seattle and a loss at the Rams. Okay. Uh, back at home against Broadway Baker in the Cleveland Browns, looking to improve. Another re- sort of a revenge game, except we didn't really get the game last year. People wanted because Sam didn't play in the game. Uh, but nevertheless, let there be, I mean, assuming the Jets are playing all their starters still at this point, which is I think, a 
in the air. But if assuming they are playing all their starters because there's still something to play for, uh, I don't think there will be because there's only one buy now. Like I actually think that will incentivize people playing their starters a little less down the stretch. But we can talk about that later. I'm uh, going to give the Jets a W there. All right, Week 17 at New England, the game that you hated the most. Yeah, I think they're. Gonna, I think the Patriots are actually going to win this game. Oh yeah, sure you, you do. Have nothing to play for. You've clinched. Uh, well, that may be the case. It's just I don't. I don't think we can beat. Is it, I will not allow myself to believe we're going to beat them twice. I know we're going to win that game at home in prime time. I don't think we're going to beat them twice. We haven't won in Foxborough in a very long time. Is this to go six and zero in the division? No, it actually yeah, it, would be. It, well, it, it, it would have been, another yes. reason. Another yeah, reason. Every, you're sweeping everyone? Yeah, why no, not? Good enough. Why, why leave good, enough to, good enough to sweep the, sweep the Dolphins. Good enough to sweep the Bills. But uh, Jared Stidham. Jared Stidham. Tim's in on Stidham. See, I think the Patriots win that. I think the Patriots win that game. Whether that gets them in or not, I doubt it. But nevertheless, I don't predict a clean sweep. Uh, and I'm not predicting it here. So, Jeff, Tim has them almost doubling their Vegas win total. What's the number? 11 and Six 5. And a half. You told us about it. No, no. What's the number I picked? Because I wasn't counting. You, 11 have a, and five? you have 11 and 5, and you're being disingenuous about week 17. No, I'm not. Yeah, you I'm are. not. Because I don't, I, don't I don't think we're good enough to win all six divisional games. No, I, I, I certainly don't. So, Tim, I think five Hear me out. Hear me out. You go into week 17 at 11 and 5. There's a scenario where. The Ravens have 10 wins. The Chiefs have 11. Like, things could break your way that day. Now, you get the we, number one overall seed. You're going to lose? No, we will have already lost to the Chiefs, right? So the tiebreak wouldn't be there. And the Chiefs the Chiefs are probably going to win, like, 14 or 15 games. And I think they're going to be the AFC team in the Super Bowl. Here, so here we go again. I'm not picking against them. Like, so you're back in I, on the Chiefs. So you get off the Chiefs for one year. They get their Super Bowl <laughs> win. Now you're back in. I think it's a Chiefs Bucks Super Bowl. Yes, I do. So lay down that fun. marker right now. I mean, that'd be awesome. That'd be entertaining. Chiefs Bucks in Tampa's place, presumably. So hold on uh, a second. I, I think that there's have, a I think just put I think that there is a realistic chance that the Jets could start 0 and 8. And I'm not lying about that. They could be not- Oh, I know. I know a lot of people think that. Uh, and <laughs> there are some tough games there. Like Jeff, 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 if you're Jeff, would be the most surprising. Jeff, that would be the most surprising game if they lost to the Broncos on a short week for both teams. On a short week for the Broncos traveling across the country to play. It's not across the country. Denver is not in the Pacific Ocean. Denver is as far as Phoenix is. Sure. You were going on and on about what a far trip that was. uh, I I did. Denver's not that much closer. I did not say that. I said they were playing in the one o'clock game. I said they were playing in the one o'clock Eastern game. From Arizona. Arizona. I, did, I never said anything about how long the flight is. I'm just saying that a team that's going to play in the Pacific time zone is going across the country, and now they're going to be playing at 1 o'clock. Denver is playing this Thursday night game. It's no real disadvantage to either team. It's a big disadvantage to the team traveling. No one disputes this. So, Jeff would back me up on this. Jeff? I mean, what, what are they, taking a bus? Is this going to be, like, COVID-related? That they, no, they on just, the they Thursday, I think that's a bad – that is a bad draw um, – Thank you. For usually, especially like, okay, you see a lot of Thursday nights, they're in the division, because at least there's a, a high level of familiarity, which makes the um, approach to the game easier. I could have my blinders on to like West Coast, East Coast in my like perception. Uh, 
the Chargers lose the same way on the East Coast or the West Coast. Like, they'll do something stupid. I've never felt that they've ever been, like, unprepared for an early start. The only game that I can recall they got their ass kicked playing on the East Coast uh, was the Patriot playoff game. That actually did bother me. I thought they should have made that game at 4 o'clock, but they probably getting their ass kicked that day. Anyway, um, that being said, Arizona, they dragged down the winning percentage of West Coast teams going East harder than anybody. They might take those games at like a 20% clip. And for yeah, them, I agree. historically, it seems to be very real that they are just horrendous. Yeah, but in, um, in general, the Cardinals aren't good. Yeah, okay, that's also part of it. And to your point, Pat, the 49ers were amazing. They went to the Super Bowl. They won their East Coast games. Two years ago when the Chargers were a great team, they went East and they won a ton like good teams Except will that win one game that we traveling saw. won't be a problem the golden state warriors travel east all the time they win plenty of games good teams will will win i don't doubt that for a second so you're right arizona's historically been bad and they've historically played bad on the east so i guess that um should correlate so tim hold, hold on hold on just to kind of do the same exercise that i did with the chargers in favored or not favored the first nine weeks of the season we know that they're seven point dogs at buffalo week one that's the line of the game they're underdogs they will likely not be favored at home against san francisco week two they will likely be underdogs more they are going to be underdogs at indy in week three they could be favored Week four, but that's three or less, I would guess. They could be favored against Arizona. I'd say that's 50-50. At the Chargers, they are going to be underdogs. At home against the Bills, as it stands right now, the Bills would likely be favored by two and a half. That's a 50-50 shot. The, the Jets could be better than the Bills. I concede that. At Kansas City, they're going to be underdogs. At home against New England, I'd say that's 50-50 right now to see where they're favored, if I'm being generous. So, you have five games where they're for sure underdogs going into it, and another four that are coin flips. I, I don't dispute any of that. But you have them basically running seven and one through that stretch. I think I gave them two losses at oh, least. Sorry, the sorry, Chiefs and sorry, Colts. Sorry, they'll be seven and two after week nine. Sure. And they could stumble in one of those other games too. Like that's not a set in stone. I said eleven and five, but if I had come up with ten and six, uh, I wouldn't have been upset about that. If I had come up with nine and seven, I wouldn't have been upset because I think nine wins is nine wins is all you need in the AFC East, right? So as long as I get to nine, I'm happy. That gives me a two game cushion. If they don't make the playoffs, the season is an unmitigated disaster. Unmitigated disaster. Heads have to roll. Gase has got to go, for example. But and you, uh, I mean, listen, I, I'm an outsider and I think there's value. I'm not saying it's like a lock, but there's value on those division odds, in my opinion. Um having the schedule read out to me slowly does like kind of make me deep breath that like you really could be 0 and 3. And oh, like, it's I definitely possible. And, then, money and on that, the annoying I thing wanna... is that the Niners game is a layup, right? I mean, the, you know the Niners are going to win that game. I, I, at least I do. I don't think we have the horses. Who do the Niners play week one? They uh, play the... Arizona at home. You just better hope they don't lose that game. Yeah, and, and, absolutely. And, they, and they, absolutely. that was the one team they struggled against last year, too, was the Cardinals. Like, I don't want to be ultra corny in the world of, like, Tim – but the Chargers, they play the Chiefs week two who get to play Thursday week one. And, you know, like if somehow Houston beats the Chiefs that night, like the Chargers are going to get, oh, my God. I mean, yeah, the, 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 I mean, I think it's just more unfair that they have to play the Chiefs at all because the Chiefs just have better players. Yes, we play I, that, that's them a, that, twice. That's such that's, a huge disadvantage. <laughs> I know, eh? 
Thank you, Pat. Hey, well, I like, yeah, I don't know. Well, There's always a couple. Well, the there. well, the Jets get to play six games against teams that probably aren't very good. No, but that sure. also goes again into Jets' um, schedule, uh, why people think it's so hard. And I just want to put it out there that right now as we sit here in, in May, Tim has put in the Super Bowl the favorite to make the Super Bowl and the most chalk public team in the Super Bowl. That who has Tim has put in the Super Bowl, Tampa and the Chiefs. I guess I am the People's Tribune after all. People's Tribune are losing money. But here's the thing, right? I mean, Jeff kind of hit on it over under six, six, and, or sorry, six and a half. But like, you, even you, a, a Jet skeptic, could say the Jets could go three and three through that stretch. They could split with everybody. They could. And then I, next, absolutely. I, yeah. And then you're halfway home. Then you're halfway home. But you're not halfway home because you need to win seven to hit that over. I need to win four more out of. I mean, like, so, so, be, can, so, so, Tim, I, and no math is tough, but I mean, I half of seven is not three. But, you know, you can easily imagine the Browns being a layup. You can easily imagine the Cardinals and the Broncos. Then, okay, that's no. I I, 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 do not imagine the Broncos or Cardinals or Browns being layups. I don't against the Jets. I didn't say layups. Although I think you, did, you just, just said layups. <laughs> I expect them to win those games. The Broncos game, I think, is the most winnable game it on the board. It is so infuriating no to hear you speak of like all these other teams. And then tell me, like, I'm I'm in deep crap. But 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 to... not bring them up as like a layup team. No, that's going to be a super tough game. You know, the Chargers could definitely win that one. Yet he has them going what three and thirteen. No, not even that. That like the Chargers playing the Bengals will be some like one of my toughest games of the year. Um, but he like can refer to these other teams that I have zero doubts are much better than the Bengals. Um, who I think had a nice offseason and drafted the player, the right player. Uh, like, those the games are, are layups. The Bengals' offense is the most underrated squad in football. I think going into this season, I don't think they're getting their due. Uh, and I'm gonna—that's a hill I'm gonna die on. So be it. Then I die on it. I think that offense. If everybody goes into the season healthy, I I, I think that they are uh, a fire engine, and they're gonna be tough, very tough to stop. You should bet on. You had team. this take last year on the scheduling <laughs> and show. I backed off. Bengals, and I backed totally. Off. But look, and when I backed off, AJ Green was hurt for the year, and yeah, no, you, know you had you had to jump on, and then all of their players started going down because yeah, they were that's cursed. <laughs> well, I I have very strong feelings about the Bengals this season. You compare them against a team like the Steelers, who if there's four okay. wins on that schedule, that's that's pretty good for them. Uh, you know, I'm, I, I think you... the Bengals achieve. Can you play? I, I listen. I don't care to count your wins. I think betting the over is a good bet, and I think there's value in certain um, Jets futures. Uh, you should be hammering them all from the division to the yes or no make the playoffs, which would definitely be plus money. Uh, there's everything in there for you. I need you to win loss my schedule. So let's go through Los Angeles Chargers schedule, Tim. Your pick. I want Tim to find my three wins, he says. I'm I don't even know that they're – okay, go ahead. Oh, we're going and, through. And I'll make you – after oh, oh. you complete this. Why, why don't you let him complete it first? Right, and I will do it honestly. If I get to several wins, I get to several wins. I'm going to be honest. At, at Cincinnati week one. Oh, I think they do win, but I think it's like a 17, 16, a very, very, very close game. The you're idea so that full it's of going shit. To, you're so full of shit. The, the idea that it's going to be a route. I, I don't think a route is on the, uh, in, on the cards. I think very, very, very close game, but I'll give the chargers a win there. Okay. Kansas city week two. That's a loss week three, Carolina 
Where's the game? In Los Angeles. LA. <sighs> Very close. Uh, let's go Chargers. Okay. At Tampa Bay. That's a loss. At New Orleans. That's a loss. Uh, we already know that you picked the Jets to beat them, so that's already on the schedule. At Miami. That's a win. Okay. Uh, bye week. They win that one. Is it bye week? No. Uh, no, no, at, no. At, Sorry. No did I? I screwed this up. We're going out. to week eight. Okay. Sorry. Week nope, eight you're... at home against Jacksonville. That's a win. Uh, at home against the Raiders. That's a loss. Okay. Bye week at Denver. That's a loss. At Buffalo. That's a loss. But you just called to Buffalo a tomato can. For the Jets. Oh, sorry. At home <laughs> against the Patriots. That's a win. Okay. At home well, against... That's a big tie rod. At, at, win, eh? at home that's against the Falcons. Mm, loss. Okay. Uh, at the Raiders on Thursday night. That's a loss. Okay. Uh, at home against Denver. That's a win. Okay. Uh, at Kansas City in week 17. That's a loss. Even though Kansas City will have nothing to play for by your Oh, uh, well, the number one, unless they have the number one seed. You just said that they were going to win 15 games. 14 or 15 wins. Maybe a nothing game, but doesn't mean anything. The the Chiefs can still win the game. All right. So, Jeff, Tim has them going seven and nine. So, four wins worse than the Jets. There you go. Seven and nine. Sorry about that. I guess that's what what it is. That's what it is. I wish we didn't play that game. Yeah. Sorry. I mean, he still has the Jets being four wins better. I mean, I will bet no, that the I Chargers mean, like, have more I, wins. I really wanted to come out with two wins, and then I was going to offer him like odds that he would not be able to refuse. On, on... sorry, I mean, I, I that's what I think. So you we've doubled your expected Charger win total. I had, based... I guess, I had no idea the type of schedule they were going to. I didn't realize that they had games against teams like the Jaguars, for example. Hey, guess uh, what, pal? It's called last place schedule. It's what you get when you finish in last place in your division. The two crossover games. Fair enough. Are the uh, the Jags and the Bengals? And you're such a you're such a pussy for turncoating on that week one game. Well, no, I my point was only that. Why you would you comment to me about the game and but you think I'm going to win the game? Because you think you're going to win the game by 40 no. I'm points, excited for I it. I think that game is going to. I'm be excited. Razor razor close and that's not a team i'd be fired up to play week one. Oh, it's I, a team i'm fired up to play I'd the team that drafted first overall with a new quarterback who's going to play his first ever game with i'll presume without a full proper offseason I, I i again i it took me moments to to recover to even read what was coming next i was foaming now that's my excitement but the spread's three and a half so if we yeah, I don't know. Should be close. Well, I hope that's a game I might go to if the world is normal. Unlikely. Uh, Tim, let's play this game. Patriots wins this season. Ready? God. All right. Sure. Let me get my red pen out here. Week one at home against Miami. That's a W. Okay. That that's a win at Seattle. That's a that's a loss. Home against the Raiders. At a home. Oh, God. Win. At Kansas City. Loss. Home against Denver. Loss. I can't believe that... Uh, is it at home against... Yeah, it is at home against Denver. So Denver has to travel to the Jets to play in New York on that Thursday night. Get an extended bye week. Get to stay on the East Coast to play the Patriots, Tim. 
Yeah, they're that's, not going to do that. that. They're that, going back that, to that doesn't sound fair for the Patriots. They're obviously does it? going back. To, they're obviously going back to Denver and then coming back. To oh, okay, so, so who do you have? Uh, Denver. All right. So Den- Denver for that one. Next up, bye week. Oh, it's an early bye for the Patriots too at home against San Francisco. The 49ers. At Buffalo. Buffalo. Uh, you already have the Jets as a win in that spot. Uh, let's see. Sunday night against Baltimore. Baltimore. At Houston. Houston. Uh, at home against Arizona. Patriots. At the Chargers. Patriots. You, you just gave it. Oh, no. Who did I give it to? I can't remember who I gave it to. I think I gave it to the Chargers. Did I? I wow. gave it to the Chargers. I gave it to the Chargers. So, so, wow. this, so this is how we're doing it, is it? I can't remember who I gave him to. I'm not writing these things down. I'm just going like off of my selling instinct. both sides. I'm going off my instinct. Whatever I went with in the Chargers picks, I'll, I'll go with it again. Yeah, Vegas, Vegas, Vegas Tim out here. S- sending half the picks to half the people. No, I, just, I honestly don't remember what I picked. I picked it and thought about it for two seconds. Sorry but, that I don't. By the way, this also starts out. You, you complain that uh, you know they played the Chargers and they played the Rams in back-to-back weeks. Three road games in a row. They go... Chargers, Rams, Miami before they come back home, by the way. Yeah, but two of those road games are basically an extended stay trip. So that sort of like takes the bite out of that, right? So they have to go across the country to L.A., then L.A. to Miami, and then back up to New England. That doesn't seem super fair for them. But, I mean, imagine if that was the Jets, Tim. I would be very excited that we got to have that extra rest before Thursday night road game and thought that the league must I'm have sure. put out an incorrect schedule. Okay. So anyway, the, whatever at, I pick, whatever, what did I pick for the charge? I pick a loss for the, the Patriots and I'll stick with it. Okay. At the Rams. Oh, that's a loss. Okay. Uh, let's see. At Miami. That's a W. Oh, so they're going to sweep Miami this year. They didn't, they rarely. Do yeah. That. The Dolphins are not very good. The Dolphins are not good. Um, let's see. Monday night at home against Buffalo. Mm. Bills are getting too cocky. The whole world thinks the Bills are good in that game, and the Patriots knock the Bills out. Okay, and then you have them beating the Jets. You have the Patriots going seven and nine, the same as the Chargers. Yeah, I can see it. But you call them, mean, but you call them a tanking team, and they were finished. Well, a team that I don't think is all that good, uh, but I guess if the schedule sets up the way it does, seven wins is seven wins. How much money are you willing to wager against me, uh, Bills versus Jets? Well, but see, the wins, win totals, win totals, win totals, win totals. Whoever has more wins, that's that's it. Well, Bills versus Jets. I'm willing to put whatever number you put down <laughs> right now, Tim. Let's go. I'm saying Bills the same versus. Thing yeah. I've been, I'm saying the same thing I've been saying for weeks, which is I'm not until I know how the games are going to be played. I'm sorry. I know you think that's cowardly. It is I cowardly. You're, you're out you, here you literally very been, bold predictions yeah, about I'm everything. Trying to be you've been shitting on the Bills every step of the way here this entire episode. Shouldn't you want Put, that? Isn't that what you want? I do Isn't actually. I do want it, but no, I want to get some about, money in on this complain. as well. Yeah. Get, don't complain. He wants, get he me wants some to money get the money in on it. He also. Like any money. Like say a number. I will match you for it. I'd be well, the bills suck. You're sweeping. August, so why you're you wait? Th- then what's the difference? Just just put in the provision that if the schedule doesn't go off as planned, then it's a void bet. What's the difference? I would like to postpone. Oh, because you're a fucking coward. That's why. Let's I, go. Let's go through the bills' schedule, please. Week okay, one. Sure. Week one. Jets win or loss. That's a loss. Okay. Week two at Miami. That's a win. Okay. So is Miami going zero sixteen? Uh, there's not many wins on that schedule. I guess maybe they play Jacksonville or something. Uh, at home against the Rams. 
Oh, that's a loss. Uh, at the Raiders. That's a loss. At Tennessee. That's a win. What? Really? Yeah, you know, whatever. I just it's one of those games that like it's So just you happens. you're you're artificially now saying that the Bills have no. wins that you don't think are gonna happen because you no, don't the, you want to make a case not to bet Paul's what you're doing. No, the Bills made the playoffs last year. There's no reason they could make the It's pretty obvious what's going on. Let's here. Listen to that voice. It's cracking. You can hear it. Uh okay, so against Kansas City the next week? That's a loss. The Chiefs might literally go 16 and 0. There's a real chance of that. Okay. Uh, you already have the the Jets beating them, so we'll go on to that. Uh, the next game, New England, you had uh, the Bills winning that game. Yeah, and then losing later on, yeah. So, let's see here. Uh, Seattle. That's a loss. Okay. At Arizona. W. Chargers, you had as what? I believe I took the Chargers. You did. There we go. Uh, at San Francisco. That's a loss. It's a Monday night game, too. Uh, let's see. Sunday night. I think he took the Chargers versus the Bills. He did. So, Sunday nighter against the Steelers. Oh, please. Bills by 40. <laughs> There's no way that game's played on a Sunday night, by the way, unfortunately. At, De- be at Denver. You know what? I think I got to give him a win here. I mean, uh, I don't oh, really? You got to give them a win here, do you? I, I think you could go either way, and I'm going to give it to them. I think Denver presents an interesting challenge, but I'm going to give it to the Bills. Okay. Uh, at New England, you pick New England in that game. And then against Miami, I'm guessing since Miami won't win a game this year, you're taking the Bills? I want to take Buffalo in that game. So you have the Bills going 7-9. and nine. You have the Jets predicted for four more wins, and you won't bet Paul. And you're faking half the wins on this Bills schedule. <laughs> I'm not faking them. You just... Okay, in... Denver is a really weird team, because when they played the Jets, they're really good. But when they play anyone else, apparently they're not good. I think they're hard to get a gauge on. It is. I think Denver's just had a bad spot. If Denver were playing the Jets on a normal Sunday with full rest, I'd probably pick Denver. There's so, no problem. So, so, you think, so you think that Buffalo coming off a Sunday night game, then traveling to Denver the I next week? I just told you, I don't, think there's, I don't think there's a chance they play that game on Sunday night. Oh, like, not okay. at chance. Oh, okay. They don't put 1-11 Steelers teams on Sunday night football. Sorry. 1-11 Steelers teams. Wow. I know. I'm being, I'm being kind because I'm giving them a win there, but I'm going to give them that. Bills have five primetime games. Right. How many of the Jets have this season? The Jets didn't make the playoffs last year. Oh. The Bills did. They should be giving the playoff game. And again, uh, I, don't know what, I don't know what you want me to say. The Bills had a You're better a premier season. franchise out of New York. You shouldn't yeah. have more primetime games than the Bills, even without the playoffs. Everybody I mean, tunes in more, when the Jets are playing. To be fair, and that was one of the points I was going to make when we talk about general schedule stuff, I am flabbergasted. I mean, I guess I knew how bad they were, but I was flabbergasted that Washington doesn't get a single primetime game all year their only game in primetime or a national is thanksgiving like i know washington's been bad but that is a major nfl franchise and market and they always manage to find them a couple of primetime games and they got nothing this year i i i i i I think that you fail to realize that no matter who you put on and it's an nfl game by itself that people are going to watch it I guess, but like it's the NFC East. You would think they'd give Washington a few games. And I, just, I, I, I enjoy how you assess ratings and everything like that, like it's 1957. The NFC East is still king. There's you a, know, there's I a, will say they must still have, they must have seen hard data over the last two years that the Redskin fan base TV doesn't do differ from insert, you know, I'm random... Willing- Middling yeah. team here. I mean, the Redskins. I'm willing to concede that. And I'm surprised by it, but I'm willing. I to mean, concede. the shine is dropping, and the only case you make that makes sense is I don't know. They got three AFC NFC East opponents that will all rate well. Um, 
regardless, it seems like the Redskins only will play like prime time versus like the division or like Chicago anyway. So Thanksgiving, the Thanksgiving games, I thought were pretty interesting. I think they're kind of fun this year. So you have Detroit and Houston to kick things off. That should be a fun game. Yeah, a rematch of several years ago, Thanksgiving. So it's kind of, you know, you think it's strange to have Houston. A lot of people are like, oh, what are the Texans? But actually, they've done it before. Uh, sure. You know, I like Houston's- seeing it. I, I don't mind the game. I don't mind the game at all. Houston getting two of the more high-profile spots of the year, right? The banner raising and, yep. and Thanksgiving. Well, uh, you know, you go to the, the AFC Divisional round, you, you get these sorts of things. And then we go, it seems like Dallas is trading every year between opponent they can't beat on Thanksgiving and Washington. So they're back with Washington. So we got to give the Cowboys <laughs> a Thanksgiving win. So that's nice. But the Sunday night game is great on Thanksgiving. It's Baltimore at Pittsburgh. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, I think Baltimore is going to win it. All right, well, okay, okay. No one gives a shit what you have to say about Pittsburgh anymore. Jeff, doesn't that sound like a great okay. game? Yeah, I'm, I'm not surprised. That's been the one game that have the league has been totally open with. I mean, it doesn't have the Dallas and Detroit commitments, and we've seen the league. You know, we've got the New Orleans-Atlanta matchup for, for a while. Uh, it's been a rivalry spot game for sure, and they'll continue to – to flood that late Thanksgiving game with um, great rivalries. I remember yeah, when they- Yeah, but there's been some bad ones in there too. A few years ago, you had Indianapolis and Pittsburgh. You had Arizona and Philadelphia, uh, Bengals and Jets. Like you had some bad games in there too. We just remember re- more recently. We had Washington and New York a couple years ago and both teams were like two and 11. Yeah, but didn't, uh, so- didn't, it wasn't the year that it was Indianapolis and Pittsburgh. Wasn't that the year that Luck got hurt and it was like Curtis Painter playing quarterback? Uh, it, it was, but like those aren't two like arch rivals, and like those, have you those guys couple seen of random teams. The Jay Glazer comments about Roethlisberger. Yeah, I haven't. I have to admit. Uh, so I guess Glazer does his mailbag for the Athletic, and you know, just in a weekly mailbag, someone just I I don't even know if the question was Roethlisberger face uh, based or generic Steeler based, but he took it as an opportunity to like just railroad Roethlisberger hard in that. You know, his idea of a workout is like 20 minutes of yoga and playing golf and drinking beer. And he expects like nothing from him and can't imagine how um, Roethlisberger would like be good at or motivated to come back from injury and be half decent for Pittsburgh. I guess he's sentiments that, that Tim probably has displayed. I guess there's just a lot of, a lot of lazy quarterbacks out there. You might say, Oh yeah, we'll get there. So yeah, well, are we are we done with the schedule? Any more schedule notes you guys want to bring up? I mean, uh, I, can, I I guess I should get into my um my beef. Okay, I should say the Chargers. It's no secret they are a have been put. The roster is fun. I like the roster, but as an organization, part of their own, more responsibility on the league. Um, the situation has become a shit sandwich. That is undeniable. I can make the jokes. Now, being said, I, I think we definitely have more fans and people want to give us credit. I, for I was going to say, does that mean like you and seven other people can make these jokes about the Chargers? Sure, sure. I don't know. Um, they must have only made seven Derwin White Ice jerseys because I can't get my hold my hands on on them. No, that that's all um, fake though. They actually didn't make any, so it appeared to the seven of you like it was really tough to get. <laughs> okay yeah see there it's generic it's easy uh low yeah but hanging... it, yeah, it's fine it makes you mad every time no it, it actually doesn't it, it, it does like you, not... you you yell at people on twitter for it 
No, I yell at, I, I don't yell at anybody, but I think it like just the biggest loser is the guy in like a thread. Like it's just an unoriginal like joke. It's, it's, that's all. Like it just shows how lazy Easy it is to get to you. No, I, it's, it, it can be, but that's not an issue that gets to me. The Chargers don't have um, fans, a fan, a fan base that rivals uh teams in the nfl bigger That's fan not... base the los angeles chargers or the saskatchewan rough riders well i i mean you will use that as an insult but i, I will think the the riders and the people of regina uh there's the, they're, they're avid supporters of that team and they have nothing else so i don't know i don't like see that as an insult i guess there's probably a lot of fan bases that wouldn't compare to Ryder fans, to be honest. In the more NFL. fans, Ar- Chargers or Argonauts? Chargers. Uh, I don't know about that. The Argos have like nine fans. I'm pretty sure. Anyway, this doesn't get to me. If you're trying, like, be meaner or try harder. No, we're, we're, and the Argos are and the Argos are a franchise that you say makes money if they don't play. I would agree. The operating cost for the Argos would be um yeah they would lose less money by not playing <laughs> that's it cost money to operate that's such, a, that's such an outrageous money pit then it's like oh we'll make money this year if we don't play uh, I, I, I i listen I, it's borderline like factual i wouldn't like b- put <laughs> my life it. on that claim but like <laughs> i don't, I, doubt I, I don't I mean, if they lose money every year, then wouldn't they lose less money by yeah. not like having expenses? They don't. They don't gain money by losing, but they lose less money by not operating. Yeah, so that's what I mean. I don't they know. don't pack BMO to standing room only for every game. <laughs> I, I, no, I, I listen. I, I'm very I curious pretty... what this take was. In the meantime, I'm just going to watch these clips from at bad porn acting. So, go ahead. <laughs> Listen, I was um, getting there. Now you completely threw me off track. You've basically done what Mayor Quimby did. He's like, oh, I'm just going to amuse myself with these playing cards. Where was I? Okay, yeah. So, yeah, the Chargers in there, seven fans. But this is impartial responsibility of the National Football League, who abandoned um, the Chargers and the Spanos family uh, in San Diego after being good soldiers for an extended period of time. And there's a lot written about the behind the scenes of all of it. I don't care to bore you more than I already have. Those that are interested have read it and see the truth and, you know, sort of know all the underbelly of the situation. Anyhow, we've now arrived into our shit sandwich. And for the first time, I would bet a testicle. For the first time in the history of the league, a team is going to play in a new stadium. And I don't care if they won one game the year before, but they don't get to play uh, a primetime game at home. That is malpractice. I don't care the reasons. Um, I, I don't care if it's embarrassing for you because you put the shit sandwich out there. The It is, it is um, honestly, I've never... It's beyond egregious, in my opinion. 
I couldn't agree Rams more. Who cares? And the charge the the Rams. No, no, that's just right. I hadn't thought about that, but that's right. They only I mean, they, they, they only play they only play at home in the same week once all season, and it's when the Rams play on a Thursday night. Oh, uh, but here's the thing, right? I mean, there's a, so many. What does the Rams schedule have game? to do with any they, of that? Because they, they play in the same throw, stadium. They could have easily thrown them on a Monday night. Uh, no problem at home. They look at the t- some of the terrible games that are on Monday Night Football this year. You've got to throw them at home once on a Monday night to let them show off their stadium in prime. I hadn't thought about that, but that is a very good point. Now, I'm bothered for you, too. That's not now, right. I told That's you you would fair. be. I told you, and I think there's a lot of – listen, there's a lot of, like, standard scheduling beefs out there. Water will find its level. Like, I know Viking fans are mad. They'll, they're playing three road uh, primetime games and none at home. The league will get that back. Minnesota, like, I don't think there's any malicious intent in, in, in stuff like that. Or even the stuff that Tim speaks about. This is malicious, and this is Kroenke's doing. I have zero doubts about it, that he demanded we not be given um, that opportunity. I don't care if the stadium would be filled with fans from the other team. That's the NFL's problem, again, for making the sandwich. Now that the sandwich exists, we are one of your member clubs. There's not equality in primetime games. The Bills didn't get a home primetime game for for like 15 years. I'm smart enough to understand that. No one is expecting equality on the primetime schedule. But I swear to God, there's not a team that has gone into a new building after the hell of the fucking soccer stadium is its own thing. And the good soldiers, the Chargers, have been for the league. You can laugh about them. You can make your low-hanging fruit jokes. Um, But they have been great soldiers, uh, you know, especially under Paul Tagliabue. They were promised many, many things that the league failed uh, them and the city of San Diego. Is Dean Spano's perfect? No, I'm not putting it out there. But he is not wrong in, well, I don't really care to get into a thing defending him. Um... But, but everyone in the league got money from somebody and the poorest owner in the league like wasn't going to get it. That's just insane. Um, so, but yeah, on its own, the Chargers not getting a primetime home game is, is in many ways revolting. And I understand it in many ways, but it also makes completely uh, zero sense. That's, that's, uh, that's all I got. And it's, you know, maybe part in the league doesn't want to be embarrassed but I don't, I don't care. They deserve to be embarrassed. Like, give us Atlanta at home on Monday night. Like, it's not going to show up like Pittsburgh. They don't even fill their homes. I mean, the Chargers get made fun of for fans. That place is a, that place is an embarrassment with how empty it is when the Falcons are like pretty shitty. Wow. I Nonetheless, I can't, believe, um, I can't believe that was like your nuclear take. I was more interested in reading this 29 jokes you'll only find funny. Yeah, that's fine. Married. That's why. That's why. No, you don't but have I'm, a, offend, I'm offended for for. Yeah, jokes. I don't that's, care. There are that, people that'll true. be like, that's a joke. And there are people that are like, really understand and care about how the league operates. It'll be like, yeah, that's fucking um, horseshit. And I care about this team. I cared about this team when I was four years old. I'll care about this team when I take my last breath. And they were so the good insulting things the good like soldiers. this. Insulting things like this uh, bother me. Now, I, I'm glad we didn't do this last night. I'm far less angry today. Um, it bothers me less uh, today. I have an afterglow of having the Masters by, and not really having too many scheduling beefs. I don't have the Tim type beefs, but this one I thought was disgusting, and I think it is totally 
um, Stan Kroenke's doing, as there have also been articles about how much of an unmitigated disaster the move to LA has been for the Rams. And when the Rams play there in their primetime games, that stadium is going to be filled with other fans uh, also. But just as an example, the Rams play three or four, maybe even four home primetime games this year. They're moving into a new building, a beautiful one, and they deserve that. And the Raiders are playing three or four primetime games at home this year. And they, in many ways, deserve that. And that's what happens in this league when you are moving into a new building, whether you're a fucking tenant or not. And I, I, I agree, that's boring, and, and people could turn it off. But, but things that anger me aren't necessarily always entertaining. Melvin Gordon can't fumble on the one every day. That is very well said. I agree with you wholeheartedly. And yeah, given the fact that, like you said, the Chargers were good. Oh my God, we don't need to keep talking about this. This is the maybe the worst ten minutes in the history. Of the I'll show. agree with Pat on that. I said that we can move on. I appreciate all you, you had, agreeing with. All you with had me. to say was, "I'm mad the Chargers don't get to open up their stadium on prime time," and that could have ended right there. No, I don't want them to open their stadium on prime time. I didn't ask for that. That if that's what you took from that, then you were. I, I, I was. I, 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 I actually stopped listening. Like that was just. Okay, that's fine. That's, that's pure, fine. Pure that's absolute fine. nonsense to care about. You're right. I don't care. I don't care that if you, other people don't care. It bothers me. I respect Tim's opinion in agreeing with me because he's into the sort of. You just want shot. someone to agree with you. You happen to be talking. You happen to be talking to the most insane person you know, and he agrees no, with you. I don't. I don't. I think other. You have zero interest for this stuff. Pat's just annoyed that you and I happen to agree on this show a lot more than he would have liked. Why no, would I don't, Why would I care about that? Basically, that the only thing I've been saying over the past week is that Jeff has turned into you. I, quarantine is ruining me. <laughs> but he's hey, become he's I, be, I, he's no, become the aggressive version of you. When to become one. Um, well, you know, no, friend, I don't care. I, I, and you know what? The aftermath of me saying what I said probably went exactly as I thought. Pat didn't listen to a word and Tim agreed with it. Well, like, you know, friends, I, we've, got, we've got to be able to do this, right? Sometimes uh, that's the way it works, you know, and uh, that's that, that's just how it'll be. But I'm borderline disappointed. Who is that, that even York... supposed to be? Is that Christopher Walken? <laughs> no, it's Jack Lemon. Come on. <laughs> that's really good. Come on. I was practicing no. that. When did Jack Lemon that turn into a 13 year old like girl? No, no, come on now. That's not the, how Jack Jack Lemon sounds like I'm sounding right now. That that sounds like that sounds like your voice, but earlier when you were lying about the Bills wins and your voice like went up an octave. No, I don't agree. I mean, I, I don't I don't I don't agree. You ever see something like it hot? Dear Abby, I told my husband I didn't want a grilled cheese sandwich when he was making one, and now I want a grilled cheese sandwich. What do I do? Married couple stuff happens i want you to know the rams i hate the rams more than any team in football more than any team in my division um even if they charge me a dollar a month and the best deal in the history of the sport i i despise them i despise them and i can't wait i can't wait to be the show in town it's happening it's it's it, it, it we're on the precipice i enjoy this because he's turned into you. And I am hurt that I am hurt that Pat's takeaway from it was that we don't play week one in prime time. Because <laughs> I know I was boring, but I thought like I don't know how that became 
the takeaway, but I, I was that boring and, and I'll learn from what, it. What, what was your thesis statement about it? Just, just fill me in on that part. In the history of football, no team, well, at least in like the modern era, no team has entered a, a actual real new stadium and not gotten to play primetime at home. Even if they went one in 15 the year before. Okay. The league would say, you're in a new building. I, just stop, just, 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 stop, just stop. You told me what the thesis statement was. I get it now. <laughs> yeah, but don't the Chargers not own the stadium because they have no fans? Well, ownership has nothing to do with fans. Yeah, you but don't like, own the stadium, Paul, oh. because our Thanks, owner Paul. is... The Chargers are one of the two teams in the league that are like a mom-and-pop <laughs> business. They're the not owned by, up. like, a telecommunications... Does that mean, like, they're applying for this, like, small business loan from the government Maybe. if Trump hasn't paid them yet? Maybe. I will say, Jeff, I have to look it up. I do think the year that the Bengals opened their new stadium, they didn't get a home primetime game. I could be wrong. I'd have to look that up. I think that may be true, though. That's on a memory? Yes, I'm pretty sure look they it did. up. It was Paul Brown. Yeah, 2002. The Chargers might, might apply. No, I understand. They, they own a team. They're still billionaires. But this thing started, like, by owning Greek restaurants, okay? This isn't it. They don't own Home Depot. They don't own oil in the ground. There was no, like, billion-dollar fortune. Then they bought the football team as a toy. It is a family business, and in modern sports, it is a very rare um, thing. And all across the league, all the other partners in the league were given hordes and hordes of public money to build their stadiums. Is that right? Me. Probably not. No. But but it's also not right that one guy in the club of 32 got nothing, and then he's allowed to be like, that's weird. So the Bengals in 2000 had all their games on CBS and Fox, no ESPN, no ABC. So I would say they would be the exception to prove that just proves the rule. But that was 18, 20 years ago. Me on my deathbed, my wife. Is that what you're going to wear? <laughs> I don't, don't get it. Because uh, I'm reading these jokes that are more entertaining than this fucking shit. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Well, you know what? The people came to hear our takes about things like this. I mean, I can't say this has that. SEO. I this can't has SEO. You, shut up. I want to say something that will get me fired, but I can't. But you can imagine what it is about what people will be doing when they watch this and why they would tune in to watch this. If they're actually watching this, then I disagree with that. Oh, yeah, no. You know, pre- if they still have the YouTube video on or the podcast on, I don't know if they're going to be around to turn it off. I don't understand. I'm sorry. Perhaps That's good. I, this could be like a visual joke. That I'm yeah, not, I, 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 it's not one that I quite of. understand here. Perfect. That, that's 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 good news then. It's great. It's news. in the middle of quarantine, and we're like an hour forty five into a scheduling show. To actually be here, Pat goes to like my point yesterday was I'm a weirdo, but to care about your team schedule being released and what it says on it is very normal. To watch a three hour scheduling show on the television. You're a psychopath. So to listen to a two and a half hour podcast on it by me and my freakish opinions joined by, you know, Tim and hosted by you. I'm not surprised at. Let's just postpone this whole line of conversation. Okay. Do us no good. Well, I wanted to talk about Jay Cutler, but now I don't. (laughs) 
There is a rumor that Kristen asked Jay for $5 million to buy a mansion. I saw that. And then he locked all of his accounts and told her to seemingly go fuck herself. I being an elitist, but I don't think $5 million really gets you much of a mansion. Tim. Like that's what? like a nice Tim. house. Tim, Tim. That's a lot of money. Tim, like that's a nice that's a big, people. Yeah, you don't buy it. In, Tim, Tim, you don't buy it in one shot though. That's like five million dollars for a down payment is getting you a serious house. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure. If it's a down payment on board, but like if you're like taxes in, closing costs is five million bucks. Like I'm not gonna call that a hunting shack, but like <laughs> if you live in California or New York. Yeah, no, 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 no. If you live in Manhattan or you live in Beverly Hills, sure. Or San Francisco. Sure. Like that ain't get, If you that, live that in one of those three places small. where they don't live, but sure, continue. About how or Miami. Five, if you live in Miami. So so if you talk so continue yeah. to talk about these places where they don't live, but continue. I, just seems to me almost no matter where you live. I don't know what I mean. We I live guess in Nashville, you, by the way. Nashville's an up and coming city. Uh I don't think five million but but I don't want to sound horribly elitist here, but I don't no, know. But, but continue, what, please. Like, it ain't buying you Graceland. Put it that way. Oh, Tim. What a sad existence living in your... I don't understand. In a, in a house. Like, I think it's a night... Like, I, I, when someone says, I want $5 million for a house, that's not like saying, oh, my God, that's like the craziest amount of money ever. Like, that seems to Where me... Where are you... What? If you're going to buy... If you're super rich and you're going to make a... Uh, and you're going to buy a mansion, $5 million is like barely the cost of doing that's a rounding error in what you're going to pay you could buy like 15 pieces of property where you live for, for five oh, yeah, million dollars that, us imagine if you I know say, so they they don't actually even live in nashville they live on like the outskirts of nashville maybe she wants to go into the city maybe she wants to go somewhere else but if the five million dollars is a down payment that means it's like a 30 million dollar house sure and if that's the case that, that's fine i don't want to get into but even if it was rich. a five million dollar house tim betcha it's probably going to be a pretty nice house no, listen, I don't want to be accused of that Tim Too Rich nonsense. You uh, are. That, People not- constantly go about <laughs> Tim Too Rich. Because I don't think that's true. I just, I don't know. I think well, everyone, everyone knows that you save all your money by, like, eating stuff out of cans. Like, you're basically the guy who invented Itchy and Scratchy and got the payout, who has the rocket car. Like, you, you your idea of what's rich and what's not rich would be, like, a, a gold-plated house, a rocket car. But you still want to shine people's shoes when they walk by. I don't know. I just imagine a villa overlooking the Pacific Coast Highway uh, in California to be that that that's a mansion. Uh, or <laughs> so like if you have a, like so the, if you have a mansion oh anywhere God. else, it's not a mansion. When I think of a mansion, I think of like the people in the OC, what they like, the, like the really where the really nice people were living. Okay, that so he's. Me- this is literally one of your crazier, I think, takes because. I'm picturing, like, I'm thinking of huge houses that now, based on your description, like, you're not considering mansions. So like, based Casa on Loma. how you've Casa narrowed... Loma is a mansion. Casa Loma oh. is a fucking castle. <laughs> yeah, it's a, a legitimate man- castle in the yeah, middle of a mansion. major... Ma- it's that's also a, a museum now. <laughs> okay, but it was a mansion once upon a time. Like, it that's w- what I mean. It was a castle in, like, the 1800s. So now, after you've explained yourself, I get why you don't think five million could buy her what you're looking for. But I think she's just referring to like a very big five bedroom. Like the people on billions live in mansions. That's that's a mansion to me. I'm sorry to read the so word. Those are mansion. like Nantucket Hamptons. Like yes, yeah, that's what a mansion is. A re- so so, so inle- like unless you nice so house. unless you live in the most expensive areas in the world, you cannot own a mansion. That is no, your, no, that you is could live anywhere as long as the house is huge. 
Uh, well, how big is a huge house? I don't know. I, I'm bad at square footage, so I'd be, I'd be bad at uh, quoting you it. All right, it's got to so, be like... Because you can buy a less than $5 million mansion in Nashville right now that is 20,000 square feet. That sounds huge. I'd have to see it to be... Like, a, a mansion is the sort of thing you have to see to know. A big house, like a big house is like 5,000 square feet. So it's four times the size. I would count that as a mansion, Tim. Okay, maybe I'm wrong about this, but I just... <laughs> <laughs> in my mind, I'm imagining like a big villa and like a drive-up driveway where the place has its own name, and like that to me is a mansion. You've like lost guest house. You've you've lost it. Yeah, and th- these Possibly. all have fucking guest houses, Tim. And you know, it's, it's like I said, tennis court in the back and stuff like that. All these places, know. all these places that I'm looking at do have all these things. Maybe they do. So maybe I'm just. <laughs> So I'm willing to accept I'm just wrong about this. But when I heard you say $5 million, I thought they were, you know, $5 million. You thought bucks. $5 million. Could you imagine the kind of puny no, no, like, place I'm that I like, could buy with I'm that amount like, of money? I'm too, too rich cuss. This is how I go. No, no. I'm not like Granny from the Looney Tunes firing money to burn into the fireplace. You, I think you're so rich, you're beyond out of touch. No, I'm not, but I'm not Like, you, like I don't think you would person. know what things, like you're one of those guys that like, you don't know, like, what things cost anymore? You're so out of touch. I know that's not true. I know what things cost. You Tim. just called a five million dollar house like a shanty. <laughs> no, I didn't. I said I don't want to call it that, but I don't think it's a. But, but I will call it that. Yeah, that, that's a, what you were implying. You didn't want to like the word be, mansion like goes above and beyond like an extremely nice or luxurious house. It's like it's a it's a banana, Tim. What could it cost? Ten dollars. I imagine like the the people who live in houses overlooking the Monte Carlo in Monaco. Like that's a mansion to me. I bet you those places aren't even close to the size of these actual mansions because those places are so expensive to live. Okay, maybe. Like, did, if maybe you were, if you were overlooking that in Monte Carlo, it would probably cost fifteen million dollars for a fucking condo. Yeah, probably so. Uh, that's a fair point. So, I not, guess so not a mansion. Size. Fifteen. You know what? Fifteen million dollars can't even buy you a nice condo. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose I five. I guess a mansion to me is both size and money. I guess that's the way I would put it. I don't know else to, to so, describe so it. Like, it just seemed like to me, 5 million bucks. I don't know. What's that really getting you? Like, I don't really know how to explain this, but like if I drove, if you drove like 45 minutes, like North of where I live right now, you can get these like yeah, King city. You can build like these huge houses on, on these like plots of land that's not like a mansion because it's not like an exclusive location right yeah i mean there's not a lot of mansions out in the sticks but there's no, a there's a lot uh, most of the mansions are out in the sticks i know yeah, i was being, I was being actually just about that but yes, you're not but, but you're actually not because you just said no, no, all, no, no. all mansions exist in san francisco in new york in miami no 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 but i'm saying that when i hear think of the word mansion i imagine it being in a luxurious hard to be hard to live place that's just my bias but 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 mansions but mansions don't even really exist in those places because as i just pointed out those are no longer like it would cost you to build a mansion you need land and the land in these places is worth so much more than the actual house would ever be that's why you see like a three thousand square foot condo or a two thousand square foot condo come out to like 35 million dollars in manhattan fair enough okay so is that a mansion or is that not a mansion that would not be a mansion. So what you so mansion. the point I'm trying to make is that maybe mansions and money may not even go hand in hand in the way that you're thinking about it. I think there is definitely a connection. The word mansion implies wealth, right? 
Okay, so let's say if I was to move back to where you live, where I am from, and I was to spend $5 million on a house, what sort of house do you think I could get? Would it be a mansion? I think you you could definitely get a mansion for that, yes. <laughs> definitely. Yes, definitely. It there may- are definitely places in the city where that much money would not get you a mansion. But that, that, that is not true. I will look at, I, you know what? I will, I will go look at the most expensive place yeah, in the city. No and see what the most there's ex- got to be like penthouse condos that are like four million, five million bucks. <laughs> no, there's not. Are you kidding me? There's got to be. There's not <laughs> in Toronto, maybe in Toronto. Yes, in yes. Halifax. No, <laughs> I would say the most expensive condo, like the most jacked up condo penthouse in Halifax, if it went for anything over 1.5, I would be stunned. Absolutely blown away. So let's see here. What's, what's the most expensive house I can find? There is a $5 million house in the most expensive part of Halifax, Tim. It has a helicopter. It on? It's on the water, on the point of the peninsula. It has a boathouse. It has a pool. It has a tennis court, a helicopter pad, three properties on it with the main three houses on it, one being a guest house, one being a boathouse, and one being the main house. There's also a servant's house. And the main house is, how much is this? Oh, three levels, 17,000 square feet. Okay, wait. so that is definitely a mansion. So perhaps I am willing to concede that I am a fool and that I should retract what I've said other than I $5 million for a mansion. A lot of parts of the U.S. get you it, but there's also lots of parts in the U.S. where it doesn't get you a mansion. Maybe that's the point I should have been trying to make rather than sort of following this thought process in the wrong direction. Let, let the record show that that was $5 million U.S. So in Halifax, that would be $6.97 million dollars so it's almost seven million is there anything seven million dollars in halifax no this is the most expensive place i can find it does have a 700 square foot gym in one of the buildings though that sounds nice yeah i agree oh this pantry i'm sorry this is a 450 square foot pantry in this building that would be sweet yeah it wouldn't be a mansion though it only cost five million bucks now there was a a house here. I'm reading the news because I'm dumb. There's a there was a house a couple years ago that sold for ten mil. Where? In Halifax. There Where? was a CTV story about it. Where? I don't know. I can't open the video anymore. I'm just seeing it's on the the video site. So you I, no, I, this is not interesting. To, this is not interesting to anybody listening at this point. Well, it's just, it was it's, on. It's, it's, oh, no, here it's, it is. It's, it's Tim it was Tim on the arm. It was, it was on, on the, the arm. And how how what does this property entail? Or was that the lot that was bought that they divvied up into like ten lots and then sold for like no? It's a, it's 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 over it's over on Oakland. Uh, eleven thousand eight hundred, right on, right on the water, on the arm. So it's, and that would you would say is the most valuable place to buy property in the city. In the city, yes. Province, no. Where would be the best in the province? Ch- Chester would be. No, it wouldn't be. What the fuck are you talking about? That's where the most expensive. I guess the most affluent postal code in the entire province. Sure, because you is. can because you can buy thirty acres for nothing. That's where all the big mansions and yachts are. So the, so the mansions in the middle of buttfuck nowhere in a province that no one cares about are mansions. So this is now what we're getting back to? Okay. Let me then state the point bluntly, and then we can just move off. I don't know. It, 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 it sounds like you're too rich to know what things cost. That $5 million for a mansion somewhere in the U.S. in a big city where I kind of thought but, they were living seems like a, doesn't seem like a lot of money to buy outright. If it's just a down payment, sure. But if you live in LA or you live in New York, $5 million is not going to buy you a mansion on its own. That was, my, that was my point. That was my only point. And I'm willing to concede that everything else I said was wrong. 
I do agree. I think like in LA, like the house probably costs you like four million bucks. It's like a house. Yeah, I'm sure in certain areas that's true. I'm sure in other areas. Like you see on like Angeles, TMZ, it's like yeah, but oh, the celebrity just put their house up for like you know actually you see the house literally just like a normal house a- on a- the street. Absolutely, that was my only point. But, my but, only but point. obviously, it's in the Hollywood Hills and it's worth four million bucks. Yeah, and it's that a, or Silicon Valley or New York. Like, sure, th- those are the places I'm thinking of. I, everywhere else, I'm willing to accept them wrong. Can we? Um, I can't believe I've gone this long and it's sad that there would be five people listening to this, but before we go, I think an American hero needs to be honored. Um, Philip rivers. Oh God. <laughs> I thought you were going to talk about that guy who got released from the capitals for all of his DMS getting released. No, 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 no. Oh, this is a true. He is no hero. He is ha, just generic. Did you see what Philip Phillips up to? Yeah. He's coaching a high school football team. Yes, he has taken a job in waiting to coach high school football, as he says, just like his dad did, his lifelong dream, uh, an American hero. And maybe one day I'll head over to, uh, on a Friday night, uh, St. Michael Catholic High School in Fairhope, Alabama. You think there's direct flights there? Well, considering that we're not allowed to leave the country, no. No, but by the time he's coaching... I mean, I don't know if there's anything left of Alabama by that point. Okay, fair enough. Honestly, uh, what a scene. What a man. What a, what a, oh, God. American, did, American hero. Did, did you see that thing that I was talking about, the hockey guy? Yeah, that is, I mean, he gone. Yeah, uh, he got, whole- the guy got released by the Washington Capitals as we're, like, filming this right now. But the, the only realized. I didn't realize he'd been released. Yeah, it, it happened just before we started recording. All I wanted to say was the amount of outrage behind this. I get the amount of outrage behind it. But anyone who is surprised by some fourth liner in the NHL's Instagram DMs that this wasn't going to be it is a fucking moron. Wait, have, have, do you um, not know hockey people? Yeah, not, I And I don't want to cast aspersions on every hockey person. That's not fair. But the majority of like hockey players who went on to do good things in life playing hockey that I know is pretty much this guy. Uh, you're not wrong. And I know there was like a local like, you know, Canadian version of like the View talk host that got like in a lot of hot water last year for saying like, you know, hockey's got this like bad culture. And well, you know, I'm sure there's good kids in hockey. The, the guys that I knew, Pat, that, like, got drafted into the OHL, even to this day, I mean, they're, they're friends of mine. I'll say it. They, they'll joke about it. They're, like, the most toxic human beings I know. And maybe that has to do with um, being shoved into washrooms on, on buses and in going to these OHL games and these gross stories you hear that involve crackers. But they're not, yeah, they're not well-adjusted human beings beings they leave home at like 13 years old that, to go live in some stranger's house in Sault Ste. Marie that's that's, that's the key, what that, we that's, do here in Canada that's the key point that I think that a lot of people overlook with like hockey stuff because they get painted into the picture of like well they don't really talk all that much they must be pretty boring and that kind of thing a the Canadian media covers up everything hockey players do because they don't want bad things to be said about Canadians and hockey in general because that would be bad business for Canadian sports writers it just would be also you hit on the key thing like some of these kids are being taken out at like four 14 and that's the end of school for them so basically yeah, they live with like a billet yeah so like at that point when you talk about like arrested development like 
it stops there. You be, you, that's the age when you stop growing up. You see it with child actors all the time. Like, you become a millionaire when you're, like, 13. You're just 13 the rest of your life. Like, you're just not a well-adjusted human being. This happens all the time with these hockey guys. My friends who are hockey guys like the, the gross memes going around during quarantine more than anyone else. That's just where they're, yeah, that's where they were stunted at, like, 14-year-old oh, yeah, the, boy humor. The dick meme. The dick meme coming from all of those guys, for sure. You know the yeah, one. Yeah, you know exactly. the one. <laughs> Those guys in my group chat, like the stuff they've been sharing during quarantine is like, I just pray we can get out of it so I can not have to get their daily internet intake. But I was just flabbergasted with the amount of people like, I am I am personally shocked by that this guy said this to his other hockey buddies. Like, really? Th- this yeah, is but some of, that's, some of that's virtue signaling too, right? People have to say how shocked they are because they don't want to pretend like they didn't think it was already happening. I, I, you're probably right about that. I just thought it was funny that everyone was very upset. There was one line in the DMs. It was just like, yeah, man, I love Coke. No one even brought that up. That was just like a throwaway part of how bad these messages were. Maybe he meant Coca-Cola. Well, he's not you, Tim. Well, that is- reminds me, too, of listening to the, the dog or past podcast. Um, oh, yeah. When you label you got you you already outed it on the last one, but you label the guy you work with with the nickname cocaine. Never <laughs> a good look. I had a buddy who had that nickname too, uh, Eric Cocaine. Whether it's your first or last name, cocaine, and that's like part of your handle with your friends. It's just not a you, you're not a good look. Yeah, man. we feel bad about that one. I think well, it was Pat that gave him that. Nickname. It was yeah. I started calling him Cocaine Kyle. <laughs> yeah, Pat's not afraid to give lots of people mean sobriquets. That probably like caused him to never be taken seriously. Like none of the bosses could have ever taken him all that seriously in that situation. I wasn't. I was going to the bosses calling. I mean, they knew his nickname was Cocaine Kyle by the end of it. What's that? (laughs) They knew his nickname was Cocaine Kyle. Well, maybe cut out the cocaine. It was mostly mostly Cody. Cody would like with all the bosses around. Always call him Cocaine Kyle. I feel bad now because I like Cocaine Kyle. Everyone likes Cocaine Kyle. It's a good time. Keep calling him that. Well, like now, I'm never going to stop. Oh, you said no one's even listening to this portion of the podcast either. Oh, people are listening and writing things down in case I say the slightest thing incorrect so they can attack me on Twitter. You mean everything? Whatever. I I, I don't know how this episode's going to be received. I wonder if people are going to like this episode or if it was too meandering for them. One thing I will say, Tim, is uh, I did say name any sort of number for uh, Bills versus Jets uh, win totals. But then now that you said that $5 million is not a lot of money, I've, I've taken a stance <laughs> back on that. Um, that's, that's not the type of action that I, I could be putting up. I still think you. the biggest story of the day is that Jeff is a breaking news aficionado. And demands credit like you demand credit for things. Deserves that credit. Is a news breaker. Well, hold on, and a news hold maker. on. That feels on. Like, like days ago. Yeah, that, that feels like yeah. three weeks ago. <laughs> I want... You can make fun, but I was only credit seeking when people were people who like I reported earlier in the day, then someone with actual credibility reports it. And then these outlets who have been tracking all day are then giving that guy credit for reporting. And I was just letting those people know you could throw me some love. Yeah, you could give a hat tip. I I agree. But I'm just saying, usually when I go after credit, I get pilloried and it's nice to see 
somebody else understand why credit is valuable and why you want credit for its own sake. All I'm saying, Jeff, is that I'm not saying you are undeserving of credit for this stuff, but when you mention it, because you're so closely associated with Tim, thinking about Tim begging for credit was the first thing that came to my mind. And it wasn't yeah, just absolutely. me. I, I, um, I, I only beg it. for the credit I'm due. You beg for credit all the time. On things you're not even right. Just like when, like, a non-mansion sells for $6 million, you'll be like, see, I told you. Yeah, well, if somebody sells from Silicon Valley for $6 bucks, No one was even... So you're so good at moving these goalposts and just not even talking about what we were talking about. It's what I was talking about. Because you're an insane person who who doesn't live in reality. But I live in reality. A lot of, like, the internet... Twitter sports media people, like the real people, they're like, um, I mean, obviously they're like have hard ons for credit, but it's like anytime the news is shared by these other people, they acknowledge um, the source. Of, yeah, sometimes. Um, like basically, if, basically, if you're not like one of the big three in any sport, like you probably don't get credited most of the time. for. I would say baseball media is by far like the biggest losers about um handing out credit. And I guess I say that as someone who looked for credit <laughs> last night because he had info on a doubleheader on Monday Night Football. But. Yeah, well, the t- Twitter baseball media, at least the older end of it, is basically a bunch of Tims. Yeah, I'd fit in in that group. Yeah, you would. You'd walk into the, the press box and it would just be a whole bunch of people demanding credit. And then anyway, compl- I do ca- complaining, that that, d- complaining that there's not enough salt on these hot dogs. Well, that's fair. That should be happening. But yeah, no, I think Jeff actually was deserving of credit. It's annoying that he didn't get it. And I'm glad to see other people be coming around and realizing that there's a value in just getting credit on its own. If I had a blue check mark, do you think those other places would say? 100%. Don't you have to 100. apply for it? Don't you have to apply yes. for a blue check mark? Why don't you apply for one, Tim? I have, and oh, okay. I've been turned down. Oh, that's unfortunate. To okay. be fair, I have I zero know. track record of breaking anything ever. So why? Well, you broke that would... thing earlier when you tried to get on board with the Jets, and like something like your chair cracked or something. What broke? <laughs> oh no, no, no! Um, the the handsome Mike. Nothing broke. Nothing broke. I was just getting like adjusting uh, the mic, and like my finger slipped, and like the little stand thing fell for a the second. The mic couldn't even accept the hot fire that was about. Yeah, to- I, it was moments as I was going to put air in Tim's tire. I think that's probably enough. We're we're so people asked we'd get to the two hour mark. Well, we did. Unfortunately, you might as well bleep that out too. Well, I can't go back through this entire episode and bleep everything out. Just those two things. I'm sorry. I apologize. That's okay, Jeff. I gave you a hard time for being the world's most boring man. Maybe, but I care about what I care about, and sometimes it's more entertaining than others. All right, that will do it on the Pat Mayo experience. I don't even have like energy left to, to throw out Tim's theme song here, because I did three hours of recording before this. I'm just done. Oy. Just Oy. done. Trying to get all that, I'm trying to get all that paternity leave. For the people out there who have made it this far, I'm recording. I think I have like 13 shows banked while I'm on paternity leave, and that could happen any day, Jeff. So there's a show with me and you that you don't even remember us filming that I've been saving. I I definitely know what you have. Okay. So maybe we need to, if, if my wife doesn't have uh, our son in the, the next like week or so, which is around the timeline, maybe we can get together and do a cuss corner and save that one too. Yeah. They say the second one, like, comes faster 
What? It won't be the fastest well, comer in the household. Oh. <laughs> That's where I'm at now. I need to go eat something. Anyway, thanks a lot, guys, for being on the line and giving me two hours my, of your my time. My pleasure. Best. Take, take care, everybody. Stay safe. Uh, thanks, Tim. That to you telling people to stay safe is like a death wish for most people, but very good. Oh, uh, I'm like Charles Bronson. I wish I was dead. Yeah, I'm I'm worried about getting home today. Yeah, dude, Paul's gonna lock himself in this room, so yeah, it's gonna. I may be tough. just sleep over till Sunday. You can follow the unverified Tim Anderson at Tim Anderson eighty seven. The unverified Jeff Feinberg, although he might be verified by the time the show gets released eighty hours from now. Uh, at G Feinberg seventeen, you follow me at the PME Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Sub to the Pat Mayo Experience Audio Podcast. Tell some friends. Probably not the best episode for that. Maybe it is. Who knows? Anyway, I'm very tired. I hope you all enjoy it. Enjoy your weekend. I'll see you next time. Hi, Jeff. What up? Not much. How's everyone doing? Doing well. Do you have, how close is the microphone to your face? At this exact moment, not as close as it will be. Okay, because you sound really far away. That's why I ask. Yeah, hold on. Yeah, I'm just getting. Is that DC? Having a DC? DP? No, DC. I'm not a monster. I'm having a CCZ. Okay, I can I can get on board with that. I got no objections to that. To a cherry Coke Zero? I think it's just a Coca-Cola Zero. Yeah, Tim got it. Although I love a cherry Coke Zero. Oh, I only see those new, in the States. They've got this new GD Co- uh, cherry vanilla Coke Zero out in the stores now, Jeff. Not into the vanilla, that. but... I no, won't stand for any besmirching of like cherry cola. That's oh, well, a- I will because it's trash. And I saw cherry vanilla cola and cherry stuff out the other day and I lost my mind. Well, I didn't lose my mind. I just was very upset about it. Well, you've already lost like, your I should- mind. You have, you have no mind to lose. Well, like I shouldn't have to go into the grocery store and see that. That's all. I, I, oh I my! <laughs> that's like saying I shouldn't have to go to the grocery store and see like a Macintosh apple. No, because everyone likes Macintosh apples. It's do not they? the same thing. Well, how do you? Know? What is that? What do you mean? I love I've, cherry Coke, and I and I like Gala apples. That's that's more for me. I like those. I like Gala apples too. Gala. I, I don't ever. I don't think I've ever met a person in their life say to me, "Actually, I don't like apples." Yeah, I, I, there's not really one that I don't like. I'll eat any of them. I find the deliciouses a bit too cloying and a bit too soup saccharine, but I can get. I, I'll live with them. What do those words mean? <laughs> like way too Thank sweet, you, Paul. Way too sweet. Now you speak my language. I'll tell you right now, we got screwed, Jeff. I know you think can your you, can, schedule can was. You, can you hold it till we start the show? <laughs> I am You're doing so weird, my, man. I'm doing. Don't you know my what we're best. about to do? I'm sorry, but I just I got. I'm like a kettle, and I'm boiling. And I don't if think a little bit screwed. jumps out, Tim, a little bit you jumps are, out. We all know that you can't be trusted to use a kettle. That's not safe for you. I use kettles all the time. I actually don't think the Chargers got screwed, but that's a different conversation. All right. Can, do you guys want to start? Yeah, sure. Let let's finish. get going. I got to get I gotta get these thoughts out. Okay. Hold on. I got something in my mouth. I need six seconds. That's what she said. <laughs> God damn it. Quarantine's killing me, I swear.
What's so funny? I'm, I'm ready. Okay, I'm going on mute. All right, Jeff, you're good? Yeah. Okay. Paul, we're good? Yeah. Experience!